Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore dnd. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow. More information to come at the break. Now let's hit that intro music and start the show! Last time on the Wild Cards, the party was surprising a dwarven noble couple as they walked towards Mendwalas. Liberté knocked the man unconscious, and Gothrak did the same to the woman shortly after to silence her screams. They brought them back to the others and began to ask questions, waking them up one by one. Unfortunately, the woman seemed very adverse to giving the party any information and tried to weasel her way into escape. The party saw through her attempts, however. After waking the man and threatening his wife, they were able to get information on how to secretly enter the city. They also learned the name of Baelnor's new queen, Finella. Gothrak stayed true to his word and left the pair alive, though tied up and gagged. Following the information, the party crept up to the secret entrance. They also noticed that the main gatehouse seemed to be even more fortified today than the day before. They spoke the passphrase twice and soon found themselves in an alleyway of Mendwalas. And hearing an odd collection of sounds seemingly emitting from the entire city as they stood. Gothrak and Liberté were turned invisible and snuck around the area for information and a place to hide. They gathered some intel on this part of the city and the various levels. They also ended up finding an abandoned goat house that had not yet been restored to potentially hide it. They returned to the party, and while discussing their next step, a dwarf noble came down their very alley towards the secret tunnel. Thanks to a silence spell from Jacques, the party dispatched him easily and without notice, hiding the body in the alley. Their hand forced, the party took it in turns to become invisible and sneak to the abandoned structure. While Kirax and Alexander were nearly caught, the main party and their company of Dragonborn all made it into the house safely. And that is where we are picking up. You guys have just all reconvened inside this abandoned goat house. As a reminder, there you are in kind of like the actual living structure, which is basically devoid of any and all furniture and supplies. And there is kind of a ramshackled barn towards the back where you think the actual goats stayed, as well as a separate area for them to roam around. In uh, wh- what... Uh, faces the street. We know there's a door. Is it just like a single regular door? Uh, yes, there, there is a door that faces the street and also a couple of windows which have like broken and hanging shutters that you could like peer around if you want okay. to look out. But it's, it's not easy for someone to see us. Uh, as, long, as long as you're keeping fair enough away from the windows, you would think that is probably true. Okay. 
Yeah, so I think the the the, the plan has to be to do more recon. Um, how much we want to do, I, I don't really know. It kind of depends on how long it takes for someone to realize that we're here. And on that topic, do we need to do something about that body? Most likely, however, I don't... Just, just know where to put the, the body, then. That's the only problem. Well, we could put it back in the tunnel. And they maybe not think that we made it in here. You mean all the all the way back to uh, the first secret door? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's a pretty good idea. Um, so what, Gothric? Those dwarfs we left behind—are they going to be telling people they gave us the password? Uh, if the man doesn't the woman certainly will she was well quite the bitch D did we leave them tied up tied or up. free to roam yeah tied, up and tied and gagged um, i thought she was unconscious during our interrogation with the man was she not yeah but she'll be told no matter what all right then I think Gothrak even tied the two of them together so that they couldn't stand up or, you know, make their way out. They're they're kind of stuck there. They won't be able to go around easy. Aye. But there's sharp rocks in there. They're dwarves. They're smart enough. They could get free. Because it, it, until we actually came into the city, the dwarves knew we were down below, but as we saw from the number of guards they put on the gate, they didn't think we actually made it inside the city. But between the dead body we left inside the city and the dwarves we left behind that gave us the password, eventually they will know. So it's a matter of, is it worth taking care of the body? And even if we do, how long do we think we have before they start searching? Because we're still pretty close to the entrance. They will search this building. Where, where do we have the body again? In the alley that we, yeah, that we, we crossed invisibly through the, right. the whole courtyard. We left it behind in the alley. There were some crates and things in there, but I don't know. Well, the only reason anybody's going to go down that alley is to, is to go through the secret passage. So the next person who tries to use it will find the body. And we also know that it's not used all that often, like as far as we've seen once per day i mean we didn't see a whole bunch of people in that cave true we didn't hear anybody either to be fair you're not sure if anyone passed while you were all sleeping well we had people awake at the time they might they would have heard something yeah <laughs> you assume yeah. potentially I think my, my point was that it, it's definitely not hourly and probably not every four hours. Um, so we have, you know, probably at least that, maybe. I mean, it's not, it's just not high traffic. We know that. Um, 
uh, one hour rest and I'm ready to go. I still have one spell. Uh, did we already uh, check this this area out already? Check it out. Uh, you, you, you all like kind of gave a cursory glance around, but you have not like looked throughout the building or anything like that. Yeah, I maybe we should uh, while we wait here, we might as well check. Are you looking for a thermonuclear bomb stored in a storeroom? No, I'm looking for a, a hydrogen bomb, actually. Yeah, I'm okay, go. You know. yeah. it's, it's much more easier to go ahead and make an bomb. investigation check. <laughs> it worries me that that's known, but hey, anyway. <laughs> Okay, you look around for any sort of makeshift explosives, but don't find any. Uh, you do find a few closets with some old clothing, um, just general wares around the building. It looks as though while um, all of the furniture is gone, some of the personal belongings were left. So you find some rope, a lantern, you know, just some general supplies. Alright, more rope. Because we lost the rope. <laughs> uh, so, can I just... So, I'm so, surmising this is like a storage? Or just like a abandoned goat house? Goat house. Goat house. So, stable. Goat house. Goat house. Is there a snake and a bird here by <laughs> chance? <laughs> uh, you have not seen any other animals inside as of now. A fish that might have jumped out of his tank. By chance. <laughs> I'll, I'll take anything. <laughs> Nemo. So, so can I assume that it's another 50 feet of rope? Uh, yes. You, you, you can find 50 feet worth of rope, Jacques. Alright. Now we got two ropes. I think mine was the one that got lost. Yep, it was. I promise to buy you a new one. So, do we do we take care of the body or not? Because if not, let's just do whatever else we're going to do right now. Well, if you find a place to hide it, then I suggest you do that. If not, then... Okay. Who has a way to get rid of a body? Why is everybody looking at me? Oh. Well... Give me the body. I actually don't think you're that good at getting rid of one. I think you're really good at making one. I mean, I could burn it. That wouldn't help. The dwarves that are in the river say differently. Was was there was there boxes in the alleyway, or crates, or anything like that? I don't, I don't know. There were. That's what we were hiding or screening ourselves from the main road. Were the crates dwarf-sized? Um, if you cut it up small enough. Ah, <laughs> uh, Oh, God. <laughs> so there's okay. an option. DM question. Uh, bag of holding has a two-foot-wide opening. Is a dwarf two feet wide? Again, if you cut it up small enough piece by piece, you could fit a dwarf inside. Oh, my God. Whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to measure myself right now. I think 
that would be the most efficient. <laughs> but at what cost? That would be the most efficient. Your humanity. Yeah. I'm just using a, a big ruler here, and it looks like maybe I'm about 20 inches shoulder to shoulder. So a dwarf is probably bigger than two feet. That means, that means cleaving it, yeah. Ugh. Well, you probably only got to cut one arm off, right? I mean, that oh, takes a lot of width. Well, if you're going to cut true, one off, right? you might as well cut both. Oh, look. Yeah, I was I mean, going to say, how do, you, how do you pick one arm? Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's that's going to be like five inches of width, right? I mean, that, that's got to make it less than two feet. The average dwarven arm is oh. approximately five to six feet, or five to six inches in in width or not width but uh you know across the deltoid and all that so if if we cut it at the shoulder and we cut it at the hand we'll be able to get it in the opening now the chest will be a little bit more complicated and gothrak starts going into a full description on dwarven anatomy oh and my god at the joints because <laughs> remember he did just come up like four of them the thing we really have to be worried about is the penis. It is just so big that. Right. <laughs> That's gonna leave a bigger mess behind than I think I can actually clean up with prestidigitation. And the noise that it's going to take cleaving through bone and muscle and. Although it might be therapy for Gothrak, but and 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 if it won't fit inside the bag, if it won't fit inside the bag, it's not even a length thing. It means it's as wide as a cartwheel. I might be able to shove him in. Like if it, I'm not going to like make you RP out having to measure it. If you go to the dwarf body and chop it up, I will say, okay, it fits. I'm not going to be a stickler on cutting up a dwarf body and shoving it into a bag of holding. <laughs> but okay. why not? So I guess I guess it really comes down to how loud are you going to be when you're chopping up a dwarf body. I mean, I feel like I can do it relatively. Jax, can you cast silence? Aren't you able to make things all oh silent? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. This is getting overly complex when we have to go over invisibly, get there, do it. It's, it's easier if we take the body back into the first door of the secret tunnel, chop him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. First door, chop him up, won't make any noise. Right, so who am I going with? Taz or... Uh... Has to be either me or Kirax. You need to take a long. You need to take a short rest, though, Taz. Uh, Alexander, yeah. can you go with Gothrak? I don't want to cut up. A, yeah, probably. Hang on. Let me actually confirm that I'm actually that I'm able to go before I say that. I think I'm fine. But uh, Kirex uh, Ke pops up. Uh, I do have that uh, spell capability. Uh, I am not the quietest individual, however. Okay, so he casts it, and then you have to be back within an hour. Yeah, but that's going to lose the invisibility. 
As soon I'll as he do starts it. chopping. It's fine. I've got. I got what? An attack. It's an object. It's an action. So, you lose invisibility if you make an attack or cast a spell. Is cutting like I know if I attack somebody, so I start chopping up a again. body is the same as turning say, a doorknob. I could, yeah. No, I, I I would say for the force required to chop a body, you would need to hit it hard enough where it would break invisibility. Can't we just pick it up, take it back into the secret tunnel area, and hide it somewhere, and then that'll buy us enough time. It's a straight tunnel, and anybody who goes down that hallway is going into the secret so it's it's going to save us 30 seconds anyone that's going in the hallway already knows that there's people because they only know about the tunnel because they found the other people so i i feel like we're just doing a lot of dodging for no reason that's if they find the other people but then they won't find the tunnel no but there are others that come in well, and out from above ground and from this city into the tunnel regularly so what you're saying is they built the city yes out of rocks and stone <laughs> I, like in there. I, appreciate that. I didn't want to say it. it was weak but like yeah sure uh <laughs> all right so who am i going back up to choppy choppy can we get back invisibly you I mean, still if, need to be able to clean it up, though, don't you? Don't you have the ability to? Oh, Taz. Taz has it. Shite. It'll take me like an hour to cut him up, though. If we can't get rid of the blood, there's no point. Mm-hmm. So... Taz, if you come with us... If you come with I've us... I've got to go there, and then I've got to rest. Maybe if you just go invisible and then make it look like he's walking into the abandoned goat barn, and then just... Toss him in there and forget about him. Um, you want us to put strings on him? Yes. I think it'd be hilarious. Alright. First off, I like that idea. How do we make it work? We're gonna... You want to weekend at Bernie's him? Yeah, very much <laughs> actually. Bernie's? Why is he there <laughs> for a weekend? Brett. No, it's not a good idea. Yes, it would be funny. Anyway, next time. <laughs> Do any of you actually have the ability to cast invisibility on more than one person, or am I the only one left? Uh, is that a level two invisibility? Because I can do that. It'd be level three. Well, sorry, yeah, like a next level invisibility cast. I can do that. You're not the most special thing here. You used you used one spell on the way over then you'd have to use two spells to go there and back. Yeah, see, that's the problem. Because I don't think it can be me that goes, because we need to clean it up. Unless it's me and Taz that goes, and then he cuts up the body. But... With what? Eldritch Blast? You have a magic sword! Oh, yeah. That's true, he has a magic God sword. God damn! <laughs> Damn it. We did a whole character development thing. Oh. <laughs> Gothrak starts looking around him. 
Taz, you do feel a curious roiling in your stomach. Oh, well, at least it's not in my brain this time. Um... Well, if Taz is the one going, he needs to go right away because we need him to get his spells back. Yeah, because the rest is for him, and that's where it becomes a problem. Oh, crap. So... All, right. All right. So so this is what we can do. Kirax casts it on Taz and Gothrak. Taz and Gothrak go. Gothrak chops up the body inside the cave, puts it in the bag of holding. Taz does press the digitation to get rid of the blood. And then Taz, using his last spell slot, casts it on Gothrak and himself again. The two of you come back. Short rest, and then we recon. Correct. That does work. If we get spotted... I will use Minor Illusion to create a sound distraction to make people go a different way. And fuck it. Okay. Let's go and put that fucker... Worse comes to worse, then... Okay. That's okay. what we do, then. Uh, go... go Gothrak, I need you to teach me uh, a dwarven swear, you know, like, fuck our shit or whatever. Gothrak sits there for a second. Like, are we going really offensive? No, I just, I need someone to, like, call out, like, you know, a crash, and then, ah, fuck! So that they will, so that they will investigate. He teaches him the dwarvish words for... You mother effer. Okay. Which sounds like... Uh, <laughs> you really walked into this one, didn't you? Oh, did I? Did he Oh, did I? That sounds orcish to me, but okay. You put a lint right. on it. Kyrex reaches out with two... With the, both of his claws and touches both of you on the forehead. Gothrak and Taz vanish. Killed them. <laughs> Alright, so then I will grab Gothrak's arm and I guess move towards the door. Uh, Lunave actually kind of steps forward. Are you sure it's wise to be opening and shutting a door that faces the road? Go out the fucking window? But there's a door out to the barn. And she's looking really perplexed at why you guys aren't using the, the door that's not in the line of sight. Because we're dumb. So we go out the barn-facing door. There you go. It's almost like that's what I expected you guys to do last time, and you didn't. And you very nearly got spotted because of it. <laughs> We go out well, the right door It's a little hard without time. visuals. All right, so we go out the barn. <laughs> Are we in a pen? You guys exit out the back and go down a set of stairs. To your left is the large barn area where the goats would be staying. To your right, you enter the pen area. But as you walk around the side of the house, out towards the main boulevard, you notice that the pen door is ajar. It was ajar the whole time. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Then out we go. Okay, both of you go ahead and make stealth checks with advantage. 
Oh shit! Should get a roll twenty. Okay. <laughs> that might be important. Oh shit, man! Oh my god! Natural twenty. Hey, nice. Twenty-three. Around the clock. Tick tock. Wake up in the morning. I wiped the rest of that song from my brain. Don't bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a good song. You you can't deny that. I can and I will. Oh, by the way, after I finished editing the episode, I did listen to It's a Small World, and it took me hours to get it out of my brain. Hours. It was your own fault, dude. <laughs> she has a point. Uh, 15 for stealth. Okay. But look at our average. I, oh, yeah. You, yeah, you, you oh, guys it just are... Yeah, it's just you two. Okay, okay. Just making sure, sorry. You yeah, you guys begin moving out through the boulevard, Taz gripping onto uh, Gothric's shoulder as you walk through. Luckily, there appears to be a little bit of a break at the moment. There doesn't seem to be anybody walking up or down. You quickly cross to the other side, no one in sight. And as you continue to walk down towards the alleyway that you see in the distance, uh, people do start to kind of come out of shops again and are mingling, but for that one moment, you seemed to time it just right and were able to get by without much of an issue. You quickly duck down into the alley, get back and down to where the crates are, where you do find the body of the dwarven man that you had killed, not but maybe an hour ago. Are the crates, can I tell their size now? Are they... They, they are regular-sized crates. So maybe if we cut him in, cut him in half, and think of like um, like the blue storage tubs. Yeah, about oh. that size. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're small crates then. Yes, they're they're not like giant container ship crates. They're 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 smaller. Okay. Are they? Can I tell if they're empty? Um, let me see. Natural 20. Um, you actually look, Taz. Um, there are a couple of them that appear to not have lids on them, or they are partially ajar. And as you kind of get up and peek in, there appears to be a mix. Some have just um, garbage or refuse in them, and some appear to be empty. Can I tell if we take him into the tunnel, chop him up into X number of pieces that there would be enough room to shove him in these crates? If you chopped him into enough pieces, you could, but you do have the bag of holding with you. That is also an option. All right, let's, let's, Gothrak, let's, I whisper to him, Gothrak, let's take him into the tunnel and start, uh, start. You know, Taz, I want you to know, you give me such nice gifts. And he hefts the body and speaks the word and goes through. 
Okay. Hopefully, you guys, you guys open the... creeping up behind. Yeah, I'm watching this body what? float. That that is what it is. It, <laughs> it it looks like a sack of potatoes floating through the air. Um, are are you starting the cleaning process now, Taz, or are you waiting? Uh, no, I would start that. Oh shit! Uh, I don't know the phrase. Um, I guess I would start the cleaning process and uh, hide while Gothrak because I don't know Dwarvish and the opening is quick and I don't want the blood discovered on this side to give it all away. Okay. So Gothrak opens the door, steps through with the body. After a few seconds, the door, re the wall reappears. You take your hands, twist them through the air, and start repeatedly casting prestidigitation as you stand behind the crates. Mm -hmm. Slowly but surely, the blood spatter around you starts to disappear. Uh, on the inside, Gothrak is already having a fun time. Humming a very creepy children's song. Roll a d20 to see how much fun you're having. Sure. Just kidding. I really don't want you to roll that. No. Too late. No, stop. <laughs> He's actually really sad. I am kind of sad. No. It's it's dulling his axe. Now that you mention it, I am kind of sad. <laughs> no, you're you're fine. Um, it doesn't take uh, you very long, Gothrak. A couple of well placed. Yeah. Um. But I will say that after probably a minute, you are finished. You you look around. You have not heard Taz around you. Taz, you there? Hello? Hey, Taz. No response. Hey, fuck. He was never there to begin with. That'd be fucking fine. And just starts finishing up. Okay. You now have him into, I'll say, like, four or five chunks that you think would be able to fit in either a crate or the bag of holding. I'll use his clothes to wrap the chunks. That's fine. And I'll just uh, finish up. Okay. What are you, what are you doing then, Gothrak? I'm just kind of waiting. Taz. Hello. You wait for a couple more minutes. There's no response at all. Shit. Motherfucker. Alright, he'll leave the, the bundles neatly tied and press his hand against the, the mark and say the words. Stick his out gently. 
Yep, the door opens once again. You quickly duck off to the side, and there you find Taz still as quietly as possible, whispering and muttering under his breath, and using prestidigitation to clean blood splatter. I'm already fucking done! What the fuck is taking you so long? Taz! Uh, t- Taz, you do hear the door open and Gothrak step out behind you. Okay. Hey, hey, sorry. I was just trying to work in parallel so that we're out of here faster. That's great. I'm done. How much longer? Okay. I'm done. Probably about another 30 seconds go by and you have fit, cleaned up all the blood around you in this alleyway, Taz. Back through and clean up my mess in here. So, Okay. So, uh, I'll go with him this time. Touch the symbol, say the words. And on the ground, you see steeped in blood about four or five little nightly, nicely wrapped packages. (laughs) I should have been a butcher. Hmm. You really should have. You missed your calling. Um, Maybe after this. So I <clears throat> I empty the bag of holding of like my I pull my backpack out of the bag of holding and then pull there, there's an there's enough room you don't have to take anything out. Well, I don't want to get blood all over it. <laughs> so I'll take a few things out and then uh take the blanket that I had and then I don't know. I guess you can't fit it all at once. So yeah, then I guess we we take his packages and put them in the bag of holding. Okay. And then if there's any blood, well, there's going to be a lot of blood in here. So start doing my thing, doing prestidigitation in here. Even though it's dark, I just don't want the smell of blood to alert them. takes you a minute or so, but you do get it done, much like you did before. And you guys have effectively removed the body from this area. Fucking work. Okay. And then... Okay, so back we go. Hopefully it's not as... Or it's as empty as it was coming over here. Um... So, start uh, casting, oh wait, uh, wondering if the touching the runes and activating and saying, is that like a spell kind of effect that that would break invisibility? So should we go through the door and then I'll cast it? Gothrak? Fuck it, let's go through the door real quick. Just be ready as soon as we get out of that door. Fucking just do it. Okay. Stay low. Head right to the left. You tap the rune. Yep, you tap the rune. The door opens. You begin to head out. Both of you go ahead and make stealth checks as you move back into the alley. Regular stealth. Regular stealth. Okay, but I have advantage because I have the boots. 
Yep, if you have advantage for another reason. 17. 22. Okay. Not but a moment later, the door solidifies behind you. Anything down the alleyway? Nothing that looks different from what it was when you left it just a few moments ago. All right, get up. Okay, can I quickly... Yep, quickly cast invisibility. Okay, both of you go ahead and make a perception check as well. Dirty 20. 17. Nice. As you both rushed through, your haste to get through was quickened. As just as the the door solidified, you thought you heard footsteps behind you. We need to go. We need to go. We need to go. Go. I'm I'm holding on to you. And we we're invisible and we go. Okay. You start walking up the alley and indeed about 15 seconds later, the door, you hear it vanish once again. And two more dwarves appear walking out. And like before, as always, it solidifies. They just walk. Um, what dwarves? Um, they they looks came to from be... behind us. I know, but I'm, I'm asking if it were oh. certain dwarves. Oh. We left in the fucking no. tunnels. Uh, <laughs> it, it, they are dwarves that you have never seen before. It looks to be okay. um, two, two males. Sorry, I didn't know what you were getting at, but now I get it. It was like, woof. I didn't. I, I didn't either, and I and I was not trying to convey any stress on that yeah, point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we we head back. So to the, fucking... the the right. The one thing though is where last time we were playing snake because we didn't know where to go. Now that we both need know where to go, if things start to get a little tight, we can separate to avoid detection. Okay. I I will ask, because in order to move stealthily, you have to kind of go at a slower pace. Are you trying to beat these two dwarves out of the alley? Or are you letting them pass and then continuing? I would say let them pass, probably. Just press up against the wall and just let them pass. Taz, do you do you resist as Gothrak takes his arm and tries to shove you towards the wall? Nope. Okay. Gothrak very deftly looks for an open space, grabs you, Taz, shoves you both up against the wall, and you simply just stand there and breathe silently. The dwarves are approaching. Hi. Have you held any memorials for your brother yet? I know his majesty has decreed that all of the dead are to be searched for clues for the group that keeps raiding us. It's been about a day since they last struck. It worries me. What if they're planning a massive assault on the gate? What if there's more of the skilled Cretans underground that we haven't found yet? Uh, I'm sure it's nothing. We got the finest dwarves up there at the gate. They'll protect us but they have passed and headed off into the main boulevard. Okay. 
I, I wait until I feel Gothrak starting to pull away from the wall and start walking. Okay. It, it, it is not difficult between the two of you taking your time. You do make it back to the goat house. Walk through the pen gate, up the back stairs, and are able to enter without issue. Well, that was fun. I was going to say awful, but okay. Well, at least you guys are back. What are we? Yeah. Uh, 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 I drop invisibility. And apparently we are. Um, yeah. Um, so it sounds like so we overheard these dwarves that actually came through the tunnel after we had finished and we're still on our way back. And it sounds... Like they think it's dragonborn that are down here in the tunnels. So for now, they don't know it's, well, specifically us and more specifically Gothrak. I think it's some sort of army or some. Or some sort of resistance, a dragonborn resistance. Because they referred to them as scaled something. Scalies, uh, scaled whatever. You know, the, the normal niceties the dwarves use. Well, I think that's, uh, that's a good thing if they came out talking. Because that means they haven't found the two, the two uh, tied up dwarves. Yeah, they're, they're still thinking that whatever is happening is out there. And that's why they've fortified the gates. They don't know that we're in here and they don't know that it's us and what our abilities are. Our time is short, though. Once they discover them... Listen, all of you, I need to say this and say it now. They're inside a dwarven city. We are outnumbered. And surrounded. There's no escape plan. We've got no escape. The only goal here at this point needs to be to figure out how to release the dwarves from whatever's holding them. And the dragonborns. Same difference. Baelnor will have to wait. But a king without an army is not a king. And it can be easily killed. We need to find out what's holding these people, as you say. Killed Baelnor second. Baelnor still dies. We need to take away his army. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, the wand that they used in the plaza was what originally put them into this state and sent them down here but i don't know magically what could keep a large group like this perpetually in servitude like this 
That I mean, that almost sounds godlike. Well, weird things are out there, Taz. Maybe we just happen across this one really weird thing. Well, damn, that explains well, it. All right. Well, it could be. It could. Let's just say it was. Well, I, I think. Well, I highly doubt it's a god. Might be just be a powerful entity. Same thing. Almost godlike. And what if we find the wand and break it, destroy it? That means leaving the city, going up. back up, and what back if it doesn't into what that if it's here? Tower. Maybe, maybe the um, her queenship or whatever the fuck her face is. Maybe she brought it back down this way or sent it back down this way. It's possible. Everything we've possible. seen so far means Baonor's in charge of this. Which means that fucker's got his reasons. I don't care what they are. I'm going to cut out his tongue and feed it to him while he's still alive. But he doesn't seem the type to trust a lesser being or a lesser person with whatever his master plan is. Well, he's married and allied with the Empress, Empress above. They each have now equal forces and are working together. They're allies. I don't know if that's that's I don't know if that's actually getting us anywhere. I, I think we did what we said we were going to do. I'm going to rest. If somebody can look around and maybe find a place where we can stuff the body parts, and if not, then I'll keep them in the the bag. Um, but I'm going to rest and get my spells back, and then we need to we need to do some recon so we can figure out how to get out of here up to the palace level weird dm question is the stone floor uh, is the floor stone like packed stone loose stone hewn stone um it, it, it looks to be worked stone you have not seen any other building material but that yellowish pale gray stone so it's not like pieces of stone i couldn't pull some up and stuff something down inside of it do we uh do we get a good look at the uh wand somebody look at the basement or look for a basement or like a storm cellar kind of thing or well not that there would be storms but storage <laughs> um okay to, to, to uh there's three things there um gothrak it um go ahead and just make a general intelligence check for me <laughs> seven um it, it it's not a terribly hard dc it, it does look as though this entire structure was simply carved. Now, there are sections of stone that look newer, especially ones that when you were walking through the boulevard to get here. And that does kind of weirdly make sense with what the dwarves said and how the dragonborn attacked the city. So it does not appear as though you could like find a loose floorboard. It appears to be regular stone. 
Um, Taz, you kind of look around this house a little bit more and you do find a door that leads to some sort of underground storage cellar of some kind. Um, Jacques, none of you got a close-up view of the wand that Berdala was using. You were about 175, 200 feet away. So you didn't have a very close look at it. It just appeared to be a wand of some kind. And we we did we did hear her mutter something, and I, I wrote down a word that I heard her say in Dwarvish. I don't know if it actually means anything. Um, maybe an activation activation word, or it just could have been her saying, you know, "So long, suckers." I don't know. What's what's the word? Uh, hold on, I have this somewhere. I wrote it down. Uh, or maybe I didn't. I'll find it. If anyone's curious of sending any uh, message, I can still do that. Who are we going to send it to? Oh, no. Hey, Vesper. Yeah? Are you helping me take my gifts down to the basement? Your gifts? Yeah, for the basement. And Gothrak walks over to Taz. Can I reach into your bag, Taz? Okay. As he's reaching into the bag. Thanks. Uh, and he starts pulling out five or six uh, well-wrapped, very nice packages that is dripping with blood. Yeah, these. Taz, you might want to do your thing after we walk away. My thing? You're uh, cleaning up because it's he's standing oh, there yeah. and they're dripping blood. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to rest right now so I can get my spells back. I'm going to just relax. You it it's not you 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 put them in the cellar. No, no harm done. Um well does, does Vesper come down there with him? Unfortunately. <laughs> so Gothrek finds a nice corner and stows them and finds a way to kind of shove stuff in front of him. And he turns around towards Vesper. never agree that I actually said these words. But I'm sorry. For? You're gonna make me come out and say it. Like there's an elephant size in the room. Come on, I'm waiting. Fucking sorry I asked you to kill me. Okay, I was going to be honest. I wasn't sure what you were going to apologize for. There's, There's been a lot. Um, That's really the only thing I have to apologize for. From your point of view, maybe, yes. Uh... <sighs> Listen, you're young, kid. 
younger than you, yeah. I understand that you don't understand things as like I do. Whatever pain, whatever hurt you felt, it's not been the same as mine. That doesn't matter as much. I'm damaged goods and I know it. I don't know what's up with your eyes. I don't know why my dead wife talked to you through talked to me through you. She she what? Excuse me? Why do you think I was begging you to kill me? You looked me straight in the eyes, and my wife's voice came from your mouth. That's why I wanted you to kill me. You've got some link. Some sort of link to the divine. You were my best chance to see her again. There's a wrong way to go about it. Back up. I, I, your wife used me to talk to you. Or God. I don't know which. Okay. Your eyes lit up. That's why I grabbed a hold of you. That's why I was yelling at you. All of a sudden, my wife's voice come through your lips. And your eyes glowed. Like some sort of giant lantern. I did blink out there for a minute, but... You don't fucking remember any of that? No. I remember you grabbing me and being very confused, but that was it. Fucking gods. Fucking games. Listen, I... This past few days have been... Very weird for me. And I honestly don't know how to deal with it all. You internalize it and eventually you blow up. I feel like I'm already doing that. Internalizing or blowing up? Because I haven't seen you blow up. I've I've been snippy with people. I'll admit it. I. What the hell is snippy? It's like. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I just I've. I don't know these people. You're with them. I'm with them, yeah, and I thought maybe I, I've tried to be with a group before, and I've tried to be with people before, but it, it's never worked out. Why? I, I don't know. Now I'm starting to think maybe it's me. That's not true. And you know that's not true. You know why. So why, Vesper? Why? I'm broken goods. I'm a monster. I know I am. You're not. Why? Why do you not work with other people? Because they just... I don't know how to help them. I don't know how to fix them. I... Why is that your job? I'm broken. You're gonna fix me? I want to. I want to help you. There's no helping me. 
I've gone too far. <laughs> I just, I don't believe there's such a thing as too far. Almost killed a pregnant woman, Vesper. That... Whether she be dwarf or anything else, I nearly slaughtered somebody carrying another life. You tell me that's not too far. You didn't. I didn't because my wife stopped me. I didn't because the god she believed in decided to intervene on behalf of that dwarf. Had there been no intervention, I'd have killed her. And let that ghost haunt me with everyone else. Why don't you work with a team? You don't have to fix everybody. You just have to protect them. I've made mistakes. I put you all in danger and I know that. You're different. You've got your own beliefs. But you've got a foundation. You have a future. Stop living your life like you have to fix everything. And live your life for your friends and those you consider as part of you. Because soon enough, something's going to be taken from you that you never get back. And every second that you waste will be a ghost that will haunt you every time you close your eyes. You're not the problem. Find out what is, because you know what it is. And fix it. We've got a, a servant of some sort of necromancer. I don't even know what the fuck Taz is, for sure. You've got a cleric that... With his luck, is all over the fucking place. And we have Alexander. I'm pretty sure he would steal from his own grandmother. These people need a moral foundation. And I'm not telling you to tell them no. You're being a bad boy. You can be their light. You can be their candle in the darkness. You want to fix something? You fix that. You be their light. Um... Just gonna turn, walk off, not saying anything. And just follow her up the stairs. Okay. So as Vesper and Gothrak reemerge back on the top floor where everyone is taking a short rest, preparing for the remainder of the day. What is the party's next plan of attack? Uh, actually, I just want to do a quick setting to Lander. Okay, what do you want to say to Lander? Uh, Lander, how are things above? We're in this dwarven city right now, scouting, looking for the source of this mind control. Good luck. Okay, you feel the magic connect, you get a response. <sighs> oh, you're all alive! Oh, praise the gods. We we were overrun. Overrun so quickly we had to break for it. 
We barely made it out. Please be careful. They're swarming all over up here. We don't know. And it cuts out. I have no idea how many words that was, but that's all you get. Close enough for government work. Same as you guys' uh, secret hiding place up, up in the city is found out. What do you mean, Jop? We we left them at the top of the hole to try to stave off any initial people from following us. What what did Lander say? Oh, they said they were being overrun. Oh, okay. So he's alive. Great. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're making. Uh, <laughs> they're escaping. I forgot that we left them there. That for some reason feels like. They weren't. For some did you write it down in your book? <laughs> I did, and I forgot to look at it. It feels like it's been a while since we. Yeah, I had, to, I had to scroll up a little more to see. Oh, there it is, right there. <laughs> um. So they're they're okay. They escaped, and they're keeping the soldiers up there occupied. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, that's good. The less the yeah, the more of them that are still up there being pestered, the less of them there are down here. Yeah, they thought we were dead. It was good. It was a, I think it was a good idea to just to check in. Okay, step one. Do we want to see if the cards can help us at this point, or do we not want to risk it? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Is that a good idea? I, I, has anything good? Has, it's never a good did anything idea. Good come out come out of it that we know. I mean, that intangibility one would be amazing. We've had a few good effects, but we've also had some terrible ones. I'm I'm not a risk taker. I'm I'm not going to. I am risk taker, but that only comes to cards. Well, not those magic cards. Who needs what risk taken where? <sighs> the cards, the magic deck. Well, I'm gonna draw one. So wait, give it air. So bef- just wait, 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 wait. Before you do, so right now there are people that are not stealthy that can't help us scout but if they pull the right card they can so I yeah I'm not willing to take the risk because I think we might need my fly spell to check out levels above and potentially invisibility and I don't think Gothrek should because he's the only one who can speak Dwarvish we wouldn't want him to get something that affects his ability to speak. Like the singing oh. card. Or the oh, poetry shit. card. Oh wait, was there there was no singing card. It was a dancing card, sorry. But the poetry card. Speaking in rhymes and the other one is breathing fire every time you talk. Um, oh yeah. Potentially. 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 It was a thirty three percent chance. Yeah, but with our luck. So there's a chance. <laughs>
Uh, Alexander, you said you wanted to draw one. I do. Okay, go ahead and roll a d20. Alexander reaches his hands into the bag and quickly plucks out a card. Okay, Um, go ahead ahead and roll a d6. Uh, As you look at a card that depicts two arms flexing with bulging muscles. Ooh, that's a good card. Four. Okay. Um, Alexander, suddenly a world of knowledge starts to come into your brain as the card turns into flames and magically disappears. You suddenly gain a little bit more knowledge about life and nature. Um, Go ahead and until um, the next dawn, increase your intelligence score by two. Oof. Cool. Uh, after doing that, I'm like, now I realize why that was a bad idea. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, that one was pretty I like good. That one. All right. Oh, I was hoping you'd do the scarecrow isosceles triangle thing. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> There's one more if someone wants to pull it. Uh, I don't want to. Whisper. I'm not in the mood. Just stalling her out to it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Wait, so I'm not allowed to pull one? Yeah, you can pull it if you want, and I'll take it over to him. Uh, K- Kirax, for the record, uh, is very interested in this deck of cards. This is an incredible. What? How did you find this? It found us. We stole well, it. Well, we. Yeah. We. It belonged to a wizard named Burn um, that we stole, but these this is the deck of deliverance uh, created by Arcanist Trutat. My goodness, this this is an artifact of epic proportions. Epic uh, proportions. Uh, uh, I guess that's how you look at it. You, you, you said a, a, a fellow wizard held this. Yeah, there was a wizard named Burn that uh, back... Uh, it's a really long story. Um, but yeah, he had these... He left it in his study after I cast a spell on him and he ran... Um, for his life, uh, and well, to the victor goes the spoils. Yeah. Wow. Or well, to Alexander goes the spoils. Woo! <laughs> May I? You you want to pull a card, or you want Why to not? just examine the deck? Well, there are some bad effects along with the good ones. Yeah. My whole outlook on life, I didn't swear for an entire day. It was weird. It is. You must understand. Chances to to, to even be possessed by a slight bit of magic from an artifact like this do not come along every week. Yeah, what if you turn into a toad? Hey, man, the dude wants to be possessed. I'll take it over to him. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) I guess I'm not pulling any. Next time. Next time. Does anybody try to stop him? Nope. Nah. 
<laughs> nah, you've done this to yourself. Gothrak is the pull, okay sign. Kirax is going to pull a card, and I'm going to pull a card from my own created deck. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Three. Oh, Kirax. Oh, Kirax, you wonderful boy. Oh, no. The <laughs> dancing oh, card. Oh, no. It is the dancing <laughs> that's, card. That's simultaneously my least favorite and most favorite card. <laughs> Kirax takes the card, looks at it. This is... He kind of jumps back from the flames that just erupt in his hand. Nothing has happened. And he starts absentmindedly tapping his foot. And he slowly starts laying down a beat. Oh my, I feel... No, 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 no. Gothrak goes over and grabs him. Stop, stop. We are in the middle of an occupied city. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I know about Gothrak that Gothrak Princess Carrie picks him <laughs> so, up. So, <laughs> until, until the next dawn, Kirax has to dance everywhere to move, including yeah. the fact that he cannot stealth. And the man's not even a bard. <laughs> well... At least with me, it made sense. There's... Uh, <laughs> fuck. Well... <laughs> There, there goes half of our recon. Uh, <laughs> oh, these cards are a menace. <laughs> although I am, I am, so, I, I am so happy. He, although if he flies, he doesn't dance. Although if, if he, well, maybe he does, but we just can't. He's flying and doing the eagle the whole time. <laughs> uh, Gothrek, you carry Kirax down into the cellar. And just let him go full bore. And he is just loving it. He is just letting the magic of this card wash over him. And as as tense and kind of... Um, uh, what sort I'm looking for here? As high stakes as the last few days have been for you all. Just standing at the top of that stairwell and watching him just with his awkward dragonborn body which isn't very coordinated just try and do various hip-hop dances and ballet poses it is pretty entertaining i'm gonna have a dance off with him just while we're planning yes 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 (laughs) okay you 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 and kirax can dance each other and you 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 do the the break dance type thing where 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 you keep throwing it back and forth to each other and just doing all different (laughs) kinds of dances no, yeah. wait, so Alexander invented a dance at I did. in Dunalan that the kids are now saying is all the rage. Oh yeah, no, totally. I mean it, it can make it, it can make it easier to walk if you're flossing the whole time, but I feel like it's not responsible for me to teach that to anyone else. The knowledge dies with me, I think. <laughs> and those kids. And, and Although, those kids, but l- let's be honest, they don't have that much longer in them. Like <laughs> You would think a bard would want to spread that fame far and wide. Look, all I'm saying is that in that town, you guys will be remembered as, you know, the people that ruined everything. But I'll be remembered as a hero. All I'm saying. Because I taught kids how to floss. You can't um, see it, but I'm staring off stoically into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, right. while, while Kirax is... Dancing his heart out in, and potentially in, risking in, a heart attack. Yeah, enjoying I, himself. I, yeah, I, I download the 
other part of the information about the deck of cards, how only two can be drawn and, you know, they replenish every day and, you know, that there are... And then I go through the ones that we pulled in. That is very interesting. Please keep telling me more. So, so, so Kirax, <laughs> if you actually sit down, you don't have to dance. It's only when you're moving nope. that you do. He starts okay. into an Irish jig. <laughs> With a tail, it's got to be difficult. Mm. <laughs> he does trip a few times. But he doesn't eat. He doesn't eat it. He just mm. catches himself and keeps going. Anyway, yeah, I got a twenty-five on my performance check, so I don't fall. What What would the rest of the party like to discuss while he is off having? Well, I want to see his performance check against Alexander's first. Yeah, I feel like that's important. He gets advantage because he's oh. under magic. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah, well he like has no inhibitions. With, with, with his charisma of zero, this is going to go very well. Natural 20, come on, natural 20. I need to outdo him in something, goddammit. <laughs> uh, performance. Oh, wow. Advantage because of magic? I, Party inspiration? No, come on. No. Oh, oh, hell no. Oh, hell don't no. do that. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's yours, Gotharak, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. How are we going to recon? Back to serious matters. <laughs> so we're going to do some recon you. then? Yeah, I can cast invisibility and, and cover two of us and then Curax can cast fly on us, and that gives us ten minutes of flying and an hour of invisibility. This is last level three, right? I actually do not have that spell prepared today. Oh, sweet. I did, yeah, however, good. rest, so I have one fourth level spell again. He's just calling up the sick moves either. <laughs> um, all right, do you have so I fly test? I do, but it's only for one. So if he, right. if 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 I cast it on myself, and then he covers three people, I could at least fly around and get a good idea of the area to see if there's another way to you know get up there other than the elevators uh, but also see if the do. yeah two other people do ground recon I don't hate that yeah i think liberté you're the most stealthy And I guess it's got to be either Gothrak or Alexander. Alexander, any feelings on that? I mean, I can do it. Now Now that I'm smarter, I know that I'm capable of um, 
being invisible. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, we don't think any of us do either. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I can go. Um, I know dwarven architecture and such. I do feel like the longer we take... Like, look, recon's all well and good, but I feel like if we just take 10 minutes flying around with invisibility, then we figure out exactly where we need to be. Then we just go, oh, we need to go A to B to C. Then we, it's going to be much quicker. And we don't really have that much time, because unless you guys didn't tell us that there was things that you think that might have been doors behind you, but I don't know. I feel like they might be on our tail. A little on edge, not going to lie. Um, well, I don't know. I, I just feel like we could do more with this time. I mean, the dwarves that came in behind us, we overheard, and they are still thinking that we're dragonborn and we're out there, not in here. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm fine doing recon stuff if we have to. But the question is, is that is it more beneficial to have Gothrak who can speak and read Dwarvish in case they say something that is important information. I can speak to Wabish. Only if you cast Don't you have to use a spell, spell for that? Yeah, but I have it. I mean, I can just do it. Well, look, no one likes to show off, but, like, now we've got two That's people... your entire being. Exactly, so no one likes a second show off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not showing off, I can do it naturally. I don't need magical hibbity-jibbity to do it. So, okay, so... So, Liberté, which do you think? It's definitely you and I. I'll be the flyer. And then once well, I <clears throat> kind of know that my spell is going to be coming up, you know, then I will land and continue to do more recon. Well, I need, I need clarity on two things. First, mm -hmm. Josh, tongues makes it so that you can understand everybody and they can understand you. Do they realize that you aren't speaking Dwarvish in a Dwarvish accent? Uh, let me read tongues. And then the so, other because that's another thing, because Alexander could then use the hat and recon with tongues. But the, the point the point is they will understand him, but will they realize that he's not actually speaking Dwarvish? Oh, right. Okay. That's what I'm worried it'll be, about. It'll be like a, um, like one of those Star Trek Universal translators. No, I I'm thinking like uh, the old Japanese movies, like the <laughs> right. 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 Oh no, Gojira! I would say, in interpreting what the spell says, that the that the for example the dwarf that alexander is talking to would hear it as common not dwarvish so if if the dwarf only knew dwarvish and alexander spoke to him in common the dwarf would hear words that didn't make sense but in its mind would understand what's being said thanks to the magic 
Uh, so uh, Alexander's kind of new a... super intelligence, yeah, tells him that that's sketchy. Whoa. I've just realized this may not be the yeah, plan. Yeah, I mean, two doors, it probably look like bad lip sync. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's just the okay, Japanese. So then, it, then it's then it's Gothrak. And then the other, yeah, that was question one. Sorry, guys. Question two was, Alexander wants to do ten minutes of recon and done. Mm. If we cast level four invisibility, we can have two people do hour-long ground recon. What do we want to do? Well, I just thought with the fly spell, we could just pinpoint where we need to go and go there, and then we're not wasting spells on other invisibilities. We just do that then. Well, uh, Kira so Kirox can't come with us. He's dancing. Uh, so we either use this level four slot or we don't. We could use that to go in though. Like that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I, I think I, if I use an invisibility spell and we use a fly spell, then we can map out where we need to go, and then we can use the invisibility to cover us and go there. If that makes more sense, I, I just think that might be beneficial to us. I, I don't mind either way. I'm just spitballing here. A couple other notes. Um, if we ran out of enough people for invisibility, I could disguise myself as a dwarf. So could Alexander. And any dragonborn that come with us could pretend to be slaves. S sorry, is tongues a concentration spell? It so literally is. we can cast we can cast fly and invisibility. Or wait, I can cast fly on Alexander... Oh no, but then he wouldn't... If you cast Tongues on yourself, Alexander, you wouldn't be able to cast Invisibility on yourself. I can cast Tongues on anyone. It doesn't have to be on me. So, I could cast Invisibility. You hear from yes. down below. So maybe we just maybe we just stack someone and send them away. Um, maybe me. I don't know. Maybe you. It doesn't really matter. But I... I, I don't know. I feel like Turbo Recon might be better because Jacques, Jacques, also, Jacques has the, the best perception too, right? He's supposed He's to. Supposed to. So if we're going to stack somebody, it might Hypothetically. be him. Yeah. He, he should be good at this, as they say. Yeah, uh, I should be good at it, but... Oh, so now you said it, so you're not going to be. Doesn't he have um? Heavy, doesn't he have heavy armor though? Does that come into play at all when you're flying? Uh, medium armor, it, but it it would... does, but not the kind of medium armor you're thinking. So, okay, yeah, I, I was about to say I don't remember what his armor is, but it, uh, if if it was a disadvantage, it would still be a um, a straight roll. It's, it's, yeah, it's not advantage. Okay, so on on paper we have a bit of a plan there. Then. If we were to go that route. Yes. Well, who's going? Me or Alexander? Or Jacques. Or Jacques. I'm, I'm still on team send one person, but I don't mind. I'm fine with send one person. Same here. I... <laughs> Um, I just worry that if it's Jacques and his memory issues, he could go out ten minutes, find the stairs, come back here, and say, I didn't find anything. 
I'm. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with it being Taz, but I. I. I don't really care. Whoever wants to go, raise your damn hand. All right. I'll raise my hand. How we're doing this now? We're gonna act like children. <laughs> No. Right. no one. No wait. I I think I raised my hand. Well, we don't have to cast tongues if you go. There's value. There. Even better. No Ooh. reason to waste a spell. Why are we casting tongues? Because we wanted to understand. Just in case there's any signs or any anything that help us. Can, if they want to land. Can tongues help you read the language? It helps you understand it if it's said. So we're going to hope people are saying the signs? Any spoken language it hears. Maybe they're like, man, this god post ends in 10 minutes. <laughs> but I think it's still good for just scouting. Uh... Yeah, but if he knows the language anyway, yeah, it's not sure. really relevant regardless. So, okay, yeah, let's go yeah, golf right then. Let's do, that, then. Let's do it. Like, just pointing fingers around. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Done. Okay. As you all finalize your plan, you see both Vesper and Lunave who are kind of whispering to each other off to the side. <sighs> Finally. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, I'm with you guys. Alright. So Gothrak, you head out the back. I uh, will cast uh I will cast a prayer cast guidance on him. Okay. And then I think someone is casting fly and someone else is casting invisibility. Yep. I got fly. Well, we might as well have Kirax do that, unless he doesn't have any lower level spells, in which case I will, but... Uh, I can, if you give me a moment. All right. And you see, you, you hear some clomping as he starts to make his way up the stairs, oh, kind no. of giving a tap dance. Um, yeah, come down to you. How yeah. about I just carry lift him? Good idea. Yeah, Princess carry. Thank oh. you. Yeah, I'll just carry him because I, sh I should be strong enough. It's gonna hurt you real bad at the end of the day. By the way, it did me real bad last time I had to dance the whole day. Jacques, you, you put your uh, hands around his waist and lift him up, and even though you are carrying him, he is still flailing, and his feet are wild and going crazy. Almost like an interpretive dance, kind of a, a show well, tune. As long as he's not stomping or anything like that, it should be fine. It's like a dog when you take him out of the water. He's still paddling. Go ahead and make go ahead and make an athletics check, sure. Yeah, sure, no problem. Uh -oh. He doesn't even have to do this, he's just leaning into it so hard. <laughs> 18. It's fine. You you don't drop him. Uh, you can you carry him upstairs. You carry him upstairs and uh, Kirex will cast an invisibility on you. Let me mark that off for him. What, wait, what level did he cast it at? He would have done it at second. Only one person okay. is going, yep. right? No, that's fine. Yep, yeah. just wanted to know. We still want to waste the fourth level. Yep. And he... like, he's 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 not stupid. Right. Okay. So Jacques, <laughs> Jacques, 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 yeah, he did try to dance up the stairs when we're in the middle of enemy territory. Right. He's not smart either. Oh. Jacques, Jacques, <laughs> you, carry him you back down. You showed him a legendary artifact. Like, his eyes were wide and he was going to do anything to learn as much as he could about that deck. Imagine what he would have been like if we showed him the rock. 
I just want to point out that we can only use that thing twice a day, and we let him use it. Meanwhile, we're trying to rescue his city, and he's got a store full of shit, and he wouldn't uh, let and, us use anything. And his family. Uh, rescuing his family, too. Friends. <laughs> um, Jacques, bring him back downstairs and explain to him that if he stands still or sits, he doesn't have to dance. Oh, I know that. Oh. It's just fun. Oh, you've got oh, to be boy. kidding me. Okay, so hopefully your fun doesn't get your family and friends killed. So, Liberté, are there any last instructions to Gothrak before I cast Fly on him? He should be looking for ways up to the second level, which is the palace level, that are not the elevator. Um, Do you want to write that down on a piece of parchment? No. Uh, I've the, got it. The, the only other instruction is the big dwarf in plate mail that we saw walk away went down street number two, and we are on street number one, so if you have time to check and see what's down that street, it might be worth it. Sounds fine to me. We got ten minutes, yeah? No, I, I haven't cast it yet, so I go to I go to where his voice is to make sure that I can touch him and um this is ten minutes and then cast fly on him. And I'm I'm okay. just noom noom noom. Yep. Actually, you know what? Um, seeing as how it's uh, 8.30, this is a good spot to go ahead and take a break here. Come back around quarter till or so, and we'll start with Gothrak looking around the city. Hey there, it's Josh, your friendly neighborhood GM. The fan-favorite part of our shows may be the sweet silence during breaks, but we do hope that you find the rest of the episode, at the very least, tolerable. If you're one of the poor, unfortunate souls who happen to enjoy our content, then why not consider backing us on our brand new Patreon! This shiny new platform helps us create more and better content for you, our fans. Each level comes with a variety of rewards that will ingratiate you like a warlock warbling before a patron's power. Head on over to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow for more details. Link in the description included. Now back to the show. Jumping back into the game, Gothrak is about to take off and begin to look around the city and see what he can find. Gothrak, go ahead and make a stealth check with advantage, adding a d4. Alrighty. 16. Okay. You begin to float up around. I'll roll some perception checks here. Okay. You begin to float up, up, up. And as you begin to move, you now are able to see from a much greater height the various levels um, of this actual city. As you move up Gothrak, you do see that area above you where the entire city itself begins to move inward like an hourglass. And then 
it has kind of like a a pyramid shape, a couple, um, probably I'd say about 100 feet or so above you, and then it begins to widen back out again. You begin to kind of look around and float around your area of the city, moving around towards the back, and you do see that this area where you are, it actually gets wider down below. And as you are flying, you can see dwarves and dragonborn all over the place. You see just some people walking. You see some guards. You see um, looks to be more people of stature or potential maybe even stores uh, as you kind of get up to that next floor above you. Uh, towards the top, you actually notice that the buildings themselves almost look to be hanging upside down. And that's a little bit odd. And you, you would have to think, oh, that looks weird for the must be weird for the people who were there but it's just something to think about for the moment um go ahead and make a perception check for me with advantage um for your height i will say sure and 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 remember you have good you, 12. you have um, your excellent vision as well. So. Oh yeah, I do. And inspiration. Uh, 16's not horrible. Okay. Uh, you begin to float around. Are you focused on looking or are you focused on listening? I'll, I'll say that you can spend five minutes and five minutes. So you're going to get kind of two sections here. Um, I say four minutes before you, four minutes. Before you know that... I'm 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 including your travel to and back in that five minutes. Okay, so okay. just make it okay. sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll split it up. Okay, did you did you want to listen on your level or above or below you? Oh, let's go above. Let's go for the uh, let's go for the throne area, or the the palace area. Okay. I will say that um, even though you're focused on listening right now, as you kind of float up and begin to move around the city towards the back, you do notice, not necessarily on the front city here where you guys are and where the, the main gate is, but once you get past those platforms that rise and fall towards the back half of the city, there do seem to be a number of random staircases that are jutting out at random intervals. You look around and just kind of lazily float, keeping an eye out for any animals or flying projectiles that might be around. You kind of look over the stairs and float down and try to find um, a way towards the um, palace level, which you know to be the second level. You don't see any stairs or entrances to what you guess would be the second level. You you can see that below you, which you would guess is the first, there are rows upon rows of buildings, structures. But these don't look like residences. They look these look like shops, taverns. Okay. So it seems to be more of a not a bazaar, but a more shopping district there, which is trying to be created by the dwarves. And much like the rest of the city, not all of it is complete. There are definitely parts that are still in ruins, but slowly but surely they are building up pieces. 
uh, let me see here, specifically listening, um, as you are kind of flying above or at that second level, trying to find a way and you're not finding a, um, you're not finding any doors or anything to, to get into the actual palace area. But from below you, you do see a group of dwarves and a rather large group of dragonborn. And this catches your eye a little bit as you have not seen this big of a group of dragonborn before. And you slowly float down and kind of listen and you hear, move on, move on, hurry up now. We've been ordered to writing out the city double time, move it. And the dragonborn start working harder and faster, trying to clean rubble and start carving out these buildings. You begin to float uh, away from that area. Would you like to go up or down? You're still kind of in your first few minutes here. Would you like to go up or down? Um, let's head up. Okay. You move up and you start to get towards that area where you actually see the um, buildings are, they look like they're hanging from the ceiling. That is that more wide section of the hourglass. Um, you fly up towards a couple of these buildings. Um, go ahead and make um, another general perception check during this first section here. Okay. Nice. 23. Okay. Okay. Um, moving through this area, you are kind of just lazily floating in between the buildings. Um, there are um, a couple of sections where the buildings hang down, but they aren't fully encased. And you actually see what looks to be some sort of park or playground. There are dwarven children as you kind of float up and around towards this park. And it's at the very bottom of one of these um, buildings, but there aren't so, there aren't, um, what, what am I trying to say here? There are um, pillars of stone that connect it, but there is simply just a floor with the railings. So you can actually look out and see the entire cavern. And as you float up closer, you do see, like I said, what looks to be some sort of park or play area. And there are actually several um, dwarven children running around with several dragonborn children. Very odd. And as you look closer at um, the individuals who are all around you, you do actually realize that several of the children who are running around with the dwarves, the uh, several of the dragonborn, are some of the children that you had met in the resistance hideout. Okay, what are they doing? They simply seem to be running around, laughing and playing. So they don't... They don't seem like slaves at all they don't seem unhappy or mistreated in any, in any way and as you are floating nearby you actually see one of the dwarven children run over towards one of the um, what you would assume are, are one of the either mothers or caretakers who are watching them and you kind of float a little closer in here mommy mommy yes dear I'm finished playing. Can we go home now? If that is what you wish, sweetie. And she kind of picks her up and starts to gather up her things. Are you talking to a dragonborn or to a dwarf? No, dwarf, sorry. Dwarf. 
dwarf. My apologies for not being clear. <laughs> I, okay. I know what's going on in my head. <laughs> dwarf mother, dwarf daughter. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> okay. Um, and as they are walking away, you actually hear um, the child speak up. Mommy, why didn't the king come see us today? And she kind of chides. <laughs> now, sweetie, he's being protected from those bad men. You know the ones we've told you about. But I haven't seen him in days. <sighs> so impatient. She kind of ruffles her hair and they still continue to walk off. Do I'll the dragonborn means... children go with them? So the there, there's there's child... other people there. There's so... there's other dwarven individuals there. So that they weren't the only ones. It's like it's like several families playing at a park. Does that make sense? Okay. So, but the dragonborn child is calling the dwarf mommy. No. No, no, no. Okay. Dwarf child, dwarf mom, the two of them went off. No dragonborn child accompanied them. The dragonborn okay. children are still playing with the dwarven children. Yeah, there's there there's probably left after the after those two leave the area. I would say there are like nine dwarf children and four total dragonborn children. And there are probably four or five adults nearby as well. Okay. Adult That's not as bad dwarf. as I thought it was. No 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 dragonborn adults there, just the dragonborn children. Correct. So I'm going to say all right. that all, all, all of that encompassed your first section of time. So what would you like to do with your second section of time? Recon the palace anyway up to it. Other than the elevators. Okay, so you want to try and find a way in from above? There's no way to do it from below. You, the only way that that you saw with, with your first chunk of time that to move around would either be the elevators or those stairs. I'm sorry, stairs that are towards the back of the city. But none of the stairs stairs seemed to stop on the second level. They either went from very low to middle like the level that you guys are currently on or the one directly above it, or they went from like level one to level three or four. None of them seemed to stop at level two. But what about the ones from above? Do Are there yeah, other I'll like staircases that start at level four to level two? Um, if you wanted to look for those with your second half, I would allow you to do that. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check. My perception. Still with advantage, or? Sure. 21. Okay. Uh, you float back around towards the back of the city again and begin to kind of scrutinize as many of these different staircases that you can see. And looking... Um, back down here to my notes here. Um, 
Taking an extended look at these staircases, they are all very long and very thin. And as you kind of watch doors going up and down these stairs, the they only seem wide enough for one individual at a time. They only seem to be about a five foot square wide. And the longer you look, you realize that there are actually dedicated staircases that go up and down. You only see staircases where people are going down and other staircases where people are only going up. So it seems that they have been designated which ones you are allowed to ascend and which ones you are allowed to descend. Any sort of guard presence? Around the staircases, you don't see any guards. However, as you continue to look, um, I will say that on one of the staircases going from what looks to be level four down towards level one, you see a familiar dragonborn. You see Mundgox, who is following two dwarves. Yes, one of the dragon mages. He is following two dwarves, not directly behind them, but several, thank you, but several feet behind. And while not scrawny or skinny by any stretch, the two dwarves that he are following are definitely smaller than the guards that you've seen. Uh, Mundgox is carrying several large saddlebags and seems to be just leisurely trotting behind them with real no expression or emotion. He'll take note of that. Uh, you continue to look. You still do not. You do not see any staircases that seem to end on level two. So there's no staircases coming from above or below that end on level two. Level two is a self-contained area. Make an intelligence check. Are there symbols on the stairs to know which to use? In what way? Wait, wait, what's what? Sorry. Are there symbols on the stairs saying, you know, up, down, kind of thing? Uh, not that you can see. It it seems that the dwarves simply know which ones are up and which ones are down. Either that, or they've been told enough times to remember. Or if you just look at a dwarf on the stairs, if they're going up, you assume that one means up. 15. Yep. Okay. With an intelligence check of 15, as you're kind of looking at this level and thinking thinking it over, you start to think about the fortification of this city and how protective they are at the moment in trying to revamp the city, but also build its defenses. Thinking it over, you're pretty sure that having some sort of secondary entryway to supposedly the palace area where an invading force or army can simply march up to your throne room, probably not the best idea. So you're getting the the sense that as a defensive fortification, the lifts are probably the only way to the palace level. What about any type of... Any indication of secret exits? You know, GTFO for the king. Anybody walking in and out of walls, any 
anything like that around the second level. Not that you see. How heavy is the guard force on the second level? You actually cannot see inside it. It is all self-contained within that pyramid okay. structure. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah. All right. The, the, yeah. The the you, you as you're flying around, you can actually see where the the elevators kind of come out of the city and fly up. You actually see them go kind of um, uh, come out of the top of that pyramid structure and then go what you would go go to what you assume is level three. Does that make sense? I got you. Yep. All right. I will head back. Um, keeping my eye out for any other useful info and or shenanigans. Okay. Josh, where where were these stairs when you said they were at the back? So the stairs seem to be at... They're not um, organized in any real fashion. They just seem to be haphazardly placed throughout the city. But they are all on the back half of the city. So the area from on your map, Liberté, the area beyond the elevators. Okay, the stairs are past the elevators. And I think it probably would have been obvious to him, does it look like there's multiple sets of elevators, or is our street the only one with elevators? There are four specific um, four sets. Okay. Elevators, and 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 he and you would and he would know that there seems to be one at the end of each of the four main boulevards, and those four boulevards are mirrored towards the back half of the city. Okay, and actually, he, he saw one going through that pyramid. So, is there one particular that goes through, or does all four of them go through? All four of them. But there's technically eight sets, right? There, there are four total. Um, there are four total elevators, and and I would say Gothrak, from your twenty-three perception earlier, you would have noticed also that much like the stairs, two of the elevators are dedicated up. Okay. In a direction, and then the other two are dedicated down. And then, as as one rises, the other the other falls. You you th- you think that the, the the elevators are tied to each other as kind of a counterbalance, so that way they are easier to maneuver and maintain. Oh, so it stops at every floor, so we don't need to give instructions on where we want to go. You don't know that for sure. Is there an upper entrance? Yeah. Um, there, there does not appear to be any door. The only actual um, hole that you see basically on the entire outside is the actual hole where the elevators go up and down. What does the pyramid look like it's made of? The same yellow type stone? Yep, the exact same stone. Like if if you look on the picture that I gave you, you'll see that giant pyramid. All right, that's that's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to double check. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it doesn't have most of like the the flavor 
stuff to it, but that picture will give you a general idea of what it looks like. Right, he'll head back. Okay. Is there anything folks wanted to do in the time that Gothrak is gone? And for Eight the record, watch. yep. For the record, um, Kirax has stopped dancing. After Jacques set him back downstairs, there really wasn't any noise coming. Is he okay? One of you want to go check on him? Jacques? Yeah, I just... He didn't say he wanted to stop dancing, so yeah, we should check on him. I will go. Okay, you, you head down, Alexander, mm-hmm. and he is just sitting in the corner. How you... How you doing, buddy? Oh, hello. I'm... Fine. Stop dancing? Has it worn off on you, or...? Uh... What, um, what your friend said a few moments ago. I realized he was right. I shouldn't be gallivanting around and playing out my own self-interests until this is finished. I mean, you know, we've done things like this a few times. You know, sometimes you just look for the happier moments that you can have, because then it makes stuff like this a little easier to deal with. So, I think it's fine. Kind of looks up and gives you a nod with his big uh, silver snout. Well, Wanna dance with somebody? <laughs> yeah, no, you just come down and we're both waltzing each other. Um, so no, I... Well, as long as he's not dead, I'll leave him to his thoughts and I'll go back up. And I'm like, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> anything else happen in this time, or are we just twiddling our thumbs? Is there anything else you... Fo- oh, I don't have anything I want Folks to wanna do. You have ten minutes. I, I will twiddle my thumbs. Okay. And now I'm is, concentrating. Lunave is just kind of pacing and occasionally muttering stuff to the dragonborn. Move faster. After 10 minutes, uh, you do hear the door open. And about that time, Gothrak comes back into existence. Oh. I should still be invisible. Invisible's an hour. Oh, I, I I thought you would drop it so you could see. He just busts through the roof. No, he'll he'll land and stealthfully enter. Okay. If if you want to keep it on him, that's fine. Um. Yep yeah, you you land Gothrak before the spell ends. You do feel it fade as you start to enter the building. All of you, all of the rest of you, just randomly see the door open, 
It's me, don't worry about it. Do you need to go out again? I can cast fly uh, on you again, or do you have a good idea now? And he just word vomits everything. So here's the situation at all. Whoa. Oh boy. Okay, staircases. Okay. Well, there's no way to get to the second floor unless we do what we just did. There's no other way into the temple, uh, the pyramid that I can see. But if we go to the top of that pyramid, we might be able to dig our way in. Why are the, sta why are the staircases out of the question? Because they don't lead into the pyramid. The only thing that leads into the pyramid are the, the fucking um, elevators. And that's a... I'm pretty sure they designed it this way. It's designed as a death trap. It's a, it's a natural choke point. I mean, it's one step at a time, right? I mean, if we take the stairs up to the next level, we're at least one level closer. So from what Gothrak has said, that's the busiest level? Yeah, that's the busiest level. I mean, that's that's downtown. That's that's really fucking bad idea. Oh, I can who, 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 go who, who, out who, who, scout more, but it's up to you guys. Do you want me to go back out and scout more? I can do that. Um, they've got dragonborn children playing with dwarf children, and they don't seem to be under any spell. Also, apparently the king's been visiting dwarven families, but he's under lock and key right now, mainly because of us. Okay. There's no staircase into his level, so we have to take the elevator from a level, any level, to get to him. So we can take the stairs up to level three and go down, go up to level one and go up, or take it from here and go up. I mean, on the bright side, that means he doesn't have that many ways out either. Like, How many of us can fly? You could go right up there. Uh, not many. We are going to go into the palace after him. We're not going to try to get him to come out. He's under lock and key right now because of the, the shenanigans we've been doing. Which means it's the hardest way for us to get him, right? Aye, but how long are you looking to wait? I don't know. We need to find a way to, to lift his spell. It's going to be in that temple. It's, it's going to be in that pyramid. Right next to him where he can touch it. There's no way it won't be. Okay, I have an idea that most of us aren't going to like. Ooh, lay it on us. Explosives? Well, you said that he used to visit the children. Alright, I'm with you. If the threat has passed, he won't be hiding in the palace anymore. He might visit them again. So what if they think they've captured the people? Oh, Evey. They think it's Dragonborn. 
I think that's going to be a question we need to ask them. Absolutely. Wait, so are we suggesting kicking Dragonborn under the bus, or...? I'm, we're not going to do any kicking. It's, they would have to decide if we can't think of another plan, but... I mean, if we want to try to storm the palace, we can, but everything you've said is that... Well, this is impossible, let's do it! I mean... If that's our only option, sure, I'm, I'm trying to come up with alternatives. Yeah, and, and nobody's faulting your logic. I, I don't know if we have enough information to know if we can, yeah, even get into the palace. It sounds like they're hunkering down with him. Hi. Is it getting to a higher level and then again reconning? Kirex speaks up as he has done the Macarena all the way up to nice. the level you guys are on. If we take a rest, as you asked earlier, I would be able to drop one of my other spells and give others the ability of flight. How many? Uh, let me double check what level fly is. I think it's third. It's a third level spell. Bell, so you said he has fourth level, so he can cast it. Yep. I I could grant two people the ability to fly. How many times? Um, Once, I think. Yes. I could I could cast it on two people once and on one person thrice. That is only five of us. Well and and Kirax, I'm not sure if you heard, but Gothrak said that he saw Mungox. Aye. Yes, I heard. At least he's not been thrown out into the harbor yet. Yeah, with the amount of bags he was carrying, I think he'll be useful for a while. Not to sound indelicate, but they're using him as beasts. It is pretty much what they've been saying. I'm not sure why that's a surprise. Is it a surprise? Based on what you've been telling us, what the dwarves have been saying, I would also say that doing that would deplete me of all of my higher level spells. I would not be able to do much damage whatsoever. How about to a gate? Uh, you got any ability to throw massive fireballs or anything? I do. That is why I was saying that if I were to give five people in one day the ability to fly, that I would not be able to do much more in regards to damage output. Well, how about the other option of uh, sending Kirax to blast the gate to fucking smithereens? It'd be a suicide mission, my friend, but you'd buy us time. Possibly draw guards off of the king. I volunteered to potentially lead such a mission before. It was turned away. If this is 
how I can save my new home. And she looks at the other two dragonborn, and they kind of give a nod. We are willing to potentially sacrifice what we have. All of ourselves. If it allows you all to get into the palace and end this madness, I think that is a small sacrifice to soon find myself in the palace of Bahamut. There are worse places to be. What about you, Kirax? I'd rather not die if it comes to that. But if you're forcing my hand... I'd rather you not die either. But we're being realistic here. If that is what the group wishes, I will do what I can to free my family. My chosen family. So what, we spend the night here? Hope they don't discover us? In the morning we kick shit off? Sounds like a plan. But what what do we do exactly? Excellent question. I would not be able to send everyone at once with the fly spell. It would take four different castings. Well, don't we have the ability to, to do the whole fly thing, yeah? I can cast it twice um well i could drop i could drop a spell and take it if, if we had the day i could i could take it I would, oh you I would, alexander I, I would have to drop something that i would rather use though no flying is not my thing i could sing about flying that's as far as it goes that's massively you, all, not you also would be you also would be visible as you flew through the air. Mm-hmm. Don't think you would make it very far. Mm-hmm. Well, I think if we too. just... If we just use his spell slot for invisibility, and then we use our, our invisibility spells, we should be able to get us all in there much easier. We don't have to fly, do we? How do we get in? The elevator. How do you... Yeah, how are you expecting to get us in there, then? The elevators will be guarded, especially if they attack the gate. The city will head into lockdown. They'll send reinforcements to the gate, maybe. Then it doesn't work. Unless we have a place that we all fly to and meet up. What if we fly up to the top of that pyramid tonight and sleep up there? Sleep hidden up there? We'll still get seen, though. Right? I mean, I can make two of us invisible. That's at a time. Alright. So... If we smash it out in round trips, I can use all of my levels, uh, level three spells to get six people total. It's not the worst idea. Who's going to be looking at the top of the pyramid? I I have my recovered fourth. Between your invisibility spell and mine, we could cover five of you. Yeah, with this idea, we need to fly, though, don't we? If you are not going up the elevator, you would just simply need to be invisible. That's what I think, too, but... Remember, though, that elevator goes right into the pyramid. How big are these elevators, Josh? Um, 
did I set an actual size? Let me double check. I don't think I did. Um, I'll say they're I don't like. Think you did either. I'll say they're like fifteen by ten. No, they'd be bigger than that. Um, I'll say twenty by fifteen. They're 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 pretty big. Vesper, you gonna huh? show him in here? I can't cast any spells that would benefit anyone. So, well, I'm not asking you to cast spells. I'm asking for your fucking opinion. I don't like the idea of people going in to die. Well, I fucking don't either. Well, what if... Kyrex kind of trails off. What if what? If, if you six are determined to go it alone in this, then there has to be something that the other four of us can do. Maybe not you know, cause a distraction before you leave. But something. I mean, <clears throat> certainly a good distraction would be a major image. Um, and we have a scroll we could leave you if you don't know the spell. Assuming Alexander is okay with that. I, yeah, I also have major image anyway, so... What I mean is we could leave it with Kirox and he could actually kill Yeah, yeah I know. I was just saying his backup I have as well. I, I do not have access to that spell if that is what you wish me to do. Lunave kind of pipes up. What about as you go? We could draw their attention on two fronts. But from where? How far out can you cast that image? Uh... It's like 120 feet. Pretty far. Uh, 120 feet, yeah. I mean, I was going to use it to just make like make it look like a massive dragon appeared. But, you know, it's up for interpretation, whatever you prefer. Well, uh, my thought would, was a um, uh, an image of, you know, the, the dragonborn murderers. And uh, it, it might call guards away um, possibly from out of the palace and then the gate opens you know I, I don't know I, I just mean really far away from us would be nice mm. I'm not sure how much of my background I've told you and that Lunave kind of speaks up again but I have served in royal court back in Jahira I have been in that life prior to taking my oath if if they are alerted to a threat within the city prior to your arrival with Beonor himself they will most uncertainly have multiple guards waiting for him and if even if they don't do that it would be easy to simply hide him He's probably got a fucking safe room in there somewhere. You must be able to surprise him wherever you find him. So, any distraction might be a bad idea. There's... Not if we time it right. 
Yeah, if we do everything perfect, then it'll be really beneficial. If we do it wrong, then it could mess up the whole thing. What if we do... He goes and sees the children, or... something. He's not doing that until the threat is gone. And if I were an advisor to him, I wouldn't allow him to. So, as much as this gonna suck, what if we make the threat gone, then? I'm just trying to think if... if the if if somebody does something outside the gate and then makes a break for the surface are they then chasing and reinforcing the gate but thinking that the threat is outside and loosening up on the inside another thing about I'll call it my plan, but I don't particularly like it. Is that whoever does this can't be taken alive because they will interrogate you. I don't know if the dwarves have patience for that. They, they, they think right now it is dragonborn that are attacking. We, we we can't we can't risk it if we do the plan whoever is doing it has to die we can't we can't risk it so maybe we can't do this plan because of that but what if the plan is to have them cast major image do a brief what what's the military term faint and then run and make a break for the surface. They're visible, or I'm trying yeah, to give you, them you the best. Be you want yeah. them to be seen leaving? Yes. But then Kirax has invisibility, so they at least have then a chance when they get into the tunnels and there is that sort of door to the water because we know the surface is being patrolled if they get out and fly out that way at least it gives them a chance it's not certain death I wouldn't I would I wouldn't be able to make all of us fly oh, well, could this just cut by care again I think it's too risky to then try to come back into the city they might get caught or worse they're attacking the front of the gate or the back of the gate I was thinking from outside. So they, make, so they have to make their way through the tunnels again. Yep. And then attack the front gate, and then they're going to take the tunnels back. Because uh, he's just come back inside, and there's enemies will be thinking that they're outside of the city. Or no? 
I don't know if there's enough spells to do that, and what would they do once they're here? Wait. Well, they could wait. I mean, just, I mean, if we do, let's say, kill uh, this this guy, this dwarf. Sorry, this fucking name escapes me again. Balnor. Yeah, um, they could just come back here again, and again, if let's say if we do kill him, uh, this uh, guy, there's no guarantee that we break this magic uh, brainwash. I mean, there might be something else in the city, I don't know. I mean, if... <laughs> If we get to Baelnor and defeat him and he doesn't have whatever's causing this, then we just die. Uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much what I'm uh, guessing here. We 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 I mean we we have to do something. We We're not going to get the information. Yeah, he's got to have something down here that's keeping the dragonborn docile. Uh does any of you have tech magic? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a start. We. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think we actually did that. What? Detected magic on any of the dwarves that were walking to the pit. We didn't? Oh no! Wait, I did do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he meant the tech magic to try to find whatever is causing. Yeah, uh, wherever uh, this guy is. Yeah, but it's got a range, and yeah. it lasts only for ten minutes. Yeah, let's see if we. Hopefully, we find it, and I don't know his mansion or his whatever he's staying at or hiding. Well, we know where he is. It's just yeah. I want to know how, how to call get it into it. I just don't know how to call it. The pyramid. Uh, yeah, but is like what a tomb? Or... No, it's the most fortified central part of this construction. Okay, well, okay. So we're just straight up calling it a pyramid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vespa, what's your opinion? I have gotten so much information in the past uh, at least 20 minutes that I'm not sure what to think anymore. I th think we need to decide on something and go with it. What I'm was, on team decide on something and go with it. What was the problem with flying there? We wouldn't be invisible when we fly? I I still think I could just dart back and make more people invisible while well, flying. Well, okay, how about we just have them shoot a fireball, and within that chaos, we fly there. Yeah, but then they know somebody is inside the city. And then they're going to go into even more of a lockdown. 
Same. We need to catch him off guard. Which means we do one or two things at this point. One, we wait here. Hopefully tomorrow, he goes out. If he doesn't go out tomorrow, we invisible our way up to that fucking pyramid. Invisible and fly. Take Kirax with us. And you, Lunave, and the two here. You go for the distraction. As we hit the palace. Which means the forces are split. Pyramid. That's what we're calling it. Team Pyramid. Let's go. Um, yeah, it's not the worst idea. I'll just do that, but I guess. I mean, that is an idea. That's a plan. Kirax speaks up again. I would only be able to make two of you fly. Or four of you invisible. Oh, yeah. But, like, uh, I was thinking I could come back and then we make more people fly, but it's concentration, isn't it? So I can't. Yes. Uh, you, you would not be able to be both invisible and... Okay, what if we sent up what if we split the teams and then sent one person tomorrow or two people tomorrow? It just gets worse and worse the more times we split it. Like, why? Well, we keep all ten of us together and slash our way in. I like that idea a lot. I mean, it's simple. I'm not against it, but I'm totally up for that. I'm just up for an idea, and I feel like that's more than we have. <laughs> I feel like we're a lot stronger if we just all charge in. But then again... If we just hit them as the Dragonborn raiding, Dragonborn raiding party, then we're probably going to be better yeah, off. Last but... time uh, we charged in, I got taken prisoner, so that's not... I don't know. You you charged in, though. You That wasn't a plan, you just did it. Um. Yes. <laughs> And that's why I'm hesitant to make this plan. The only problem I foresee with that is we don't know what the second level looks like. Okay, okay. Before we give up on flying in the thing, let's let's do the math. Alright. Um we have three people who can cast invisibility and one only one who can cast fly. Who can cast fly, right? If we're waiting till tomorrow, I can take invisibility. So Alexander and I would have invisibility, and Kirax and Taz would have fly. Uh, yep. Do we have the math to get at least six people over flying and invisible using some that combination of uh, if if he's if he's coming, he he could stay behind. Here, cast the spell, let us fly up to the palace, and just wait. He can cast fly once on two people. I can cast... And Tez? I can only cast it on one person. Okay. So... 
The first group would be three people. The second group would be two people. You and, and Kirax casting at the same time. And then we'll, we'll either one person... One person would have to go alone at the end, so it would have to be three, two, one. That would use all of Taz's spells and a four and two threes for Kirax. Between Alexander and I, we, we would have the invisibilities. Mm. And then Kirax, Lunave, and the two Dragonborn would be here, then, in here. the yes. pen. Mm-hmm. And Kirax could... Well, I guess they can rest for a day, they can wait, they can use the scroll. They, yeah, they could give us two hours and then major image. Right? Two, two hours just in case we want to take an hour to get Taz uh, a short rest once we're inside. Plus we can send them a message to do it with sending. Right. Well, then how many slot how many spells would Kirax have left to He uses four defense? and two threes, so he'd have a, th- a three, all his twos and ones. And yes, but all the but most of you would be depleted going into that fight up there. Taz would be out of spells. Um a, a one level three from Alexander and I is four people, and one level two from Alexander and I is the other two people. I've still got a fair amount, plus I don't really use my spells for combat. I kind of just stab things. Though, if, if anyone has a pet bird on them, um, it doesn't, isn't that attached to them? I need it. This, um. this all has to be tomorrow because Kirox doesn't have spell slots left. Is it? <laughs> oh no. I mean, it's not the worst idea. I, I, I feel like it's a step in the right direction. Okay. Could you also use your uh, catnap to give Taz a short rest? I could, yeah. Is it a a short rest or a long rest? It's a a short rest over the period of 10 minutes. Yep, and I just need a short rest to get my spells back. So that's another one of my level 3 spells, but I feel like that'd be worth it. Uh, Yeah, So is there be able to go in pretty much full strength. Did Gothrak see any... (laughs) Stairs going down out of this level? Or is it yes. just the elevators? Yes, there there are stairs that go up and down the entirety of the back of the city. Mm-hmm. It's just they don't connect to level two. No, that's fine. I was trying to think if, if there's, after they cast a distraction, is that they're out? The the stairways down just lead down to the lower parts of the city. Right. But then is there a way out into the greater caves from the lower levels of the city? You have no idea. Then their best chance is to then just hide. A while. <laughs> At this point, probably like an hour. <laughs> Okay. Oh, it went in real time. Well, I'm I'm intelligent now, so I actually have input to our plans instead of just going, "Hey, let's just do it." <laughs> I'm 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 actually doing the math right now to to make sure that 
before you guys settle on this plan that it actually works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can actually type it out, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that right now. What if we take as many as we can up tonight and just lounge at the top of the pyramid? Find a place to hide. The issue is always that we can be seen flying. Um, if we can find a way to do that with invisibilities and everything in tow, great. But so, did you see the picture, sure. Gothrak, that's in the journals of what that pyramid shape looks like? Uh, and yeah. how it's built into the city? Right. That sort of outside of the pyramid is sort of right underneath houses and other stuff that are hanging down. Which means we could find a house up there to try to take over. Okay, that's... If, if what I just typed up makes any sense, that's that's what I was thinking. Kyrax level 4 fly and Taz level 3 fly gets 3 people. Liberté level 3 invisibility and Alexander level 2 invisibility gets 3 people. That's Jacques, Vesper, and Gothrak. That's a lot Kyrax, of math, by the And then Kyrax, Kyrax and Taz each cast level 3 fly. Alexander cast level 3 invisibility. That's Alexander and Taz. And then Kirax level three fly, Liberté level two invisibility. That's just Liberté. Yep, that works. By himself. That yep. that means that Liberté and Alexander each use a two and a three, and Taz uses both of his spells. Um, or or we go invisible and try to find a way up the elevator. I mean, if it's twenty by fifteen, um, that's twelve typical D&D squares, and if you're not in combat, you could probably fit twice as many people, so that's a pretty big platform. Right? You could fit like 25 people on that platform. Um, we would just have to get on and not bump into anybody. Mathematical. That's only nine. That covers nine people. If we just do invisibility, right? We're underground, man. Well, if without fly, and if we do... Kirax casts fourth level invisibility, that's three people. I cast it at third, that's two people. You and Alexander cast it at third, that's four people. Six, that's nine. But then there's nobody else to cast invisibility, so one person gets left behind. Or Alexander uses his hat. Oof. Guys, this guy self, this guy self is not concentration. Yeah, if 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 the plan was to go up the elevators and you wanted to be like get everyone invisible, it would take a lot less spells. So those those are kind of the two plans that are being debated right now. One is use a bunch of spells to get yeah. to um we don't even know if there's a way in once we fly yeah. up there. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, G Gothrak did see openings where the oh, okay. platforms go up and down, but if you're flying when one of those comes up, 
you're going to be like a fly hitting a windshield. Um, or we don't have to. We could bring eight people and just leave the the red shirts behind. <laughs> we certainly <laughs> could. We do not, have not names. To, not, not to not to die. Okay, that was not that was not said in character. I just wanted to say red shirt. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> but but um, how much you want to risk getting on those elevators? We could do it late at night. They are well. Uh, we don't know well, if, what time of day if it the is. Agent, uh, Bronter chimes in really for the first time. If the eight of you are so set on going up the elevators, it would be up to the two of us to potentially make a distraction. Yeah, are I you mean, okay with one thing you do ever being the last thing you do? <laughs> I, out, out of out of character, they are a stealth fail risk. Oh, for fucking sure. Yeah. So is Lunabe. <laughs> but yeah. she she's worth it though. <laughs> Maybe this is in character. <laughs> paladin. <laughs> Damage is a thing. Well, um, we have a paladin. Don't forget. <laughs> Taz yeah. just type is she guaranteed yeah, later but, on she saves better Taz than life. one paladin. Two, two paladins. paladins. <laughs> Technically, for a while you had three. So oh, yeah. you know, I think the, pl I think the, the plural is paladai. Uh, okay. I mean, it will be at the end of this. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. man. Right, we've got two plans yeah. in front of us. Go up the fucking elevators <laughs> or fly up there. Which is it? Look. All of us have wanted to take uh -huh. the direct route anyway. Let's just take the fucking elevator. Are we long resting first? Let's just do it. Rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do we have enough we're, to do we're it? We're going now. Are we going now or are we resting? We we I think we need to wait for a long rest because we want to use Kirax's level four spell slot, right? He has it. I I did oh, get it back right. through arcane recovery, but I am still down. He's gonna uh, have one, nothing. Yeah, one have. third Could level. Get up in the pyramid and hide somewhere to take a rest. Ah, uh, he means, time, he means we'll long rest there. He means long rest there. <laughs> Kirax is only down one spell slot right now. Thanks, thanks to arcane recovery, he's only oh. down one third level spell slot. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and Taz is down one spell. What else are we down? I'm I'm down a level two. That's it. No, if fifteen more minutes, I'll have my spell slot back because I, I had said that I've been resting the whole time. No, I don't have any invisibility today, though. My single use is gone, and I don't have it. I'll say prepared, but that's not really. Well, what if we go in groups then? What if the moment you step off the elevator, it's a fight? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a fight. With, with, with Kirax's level 4 invisibility, he can get 3 people. Taz can get 2, three, Alexander can get 2. That's 7. That's 7. Well, Red Shirt's in on it. Well, no, and, 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 and if you wanted Alexander to use his hat to disguise himself as a dwarf, that would be uh, everything. Yeah. That's 8. You need someone operating the lever. Alexander. There, there's a There's a guy. We have a guy for that. It's fine. 
going tonight. So then Alexander would need to cast tongues and invisibility. And he's disguising himself. Mm-hmm. If if like the disguise gets blown. Back to Liberté's plan. But yeah, if, if I, think his, just, I think we said that I can't do tongues. Like, it doesn't work. Yeah, it, it's just a bad idea, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just bad dubbing at that point. Depending upon the elevator operator's intelligence. But yeah, it's a risk. I'm pretty sure you could point either up or down, figuring out towards give him two fingers for two level two. I could. Yeah. Uh, what if you gave me the hat? I could be one of those big ass dwarves. You'd be too big. Big ass one that we saw. You, you, you uh, thanks to Gothrak's perception earlier, you would know that you would just have to to pick whichever platform is going up at the moment you're not sure how they stop whether they like if it's like a bus route where they stop at each floor or if it only stops at set floors mm -hmm. how tall was that that, big that you tell them saw? how tall was what sorry that big ass dwarf that the we saw dwarf in armor uh he was probably around five feet okay uh, Gothrak can be a foot shorter. He'd be about five foot five. And he speaks fluent dwarf. <laughs> With the right accent. Can you teach <laughs> Alexander how to say level two? Questions or palace further. level? Uh, I'm saying he could be the big dwarf in the, the armor. He could just disguise himself. Yeah, that's what, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. He'd be pretty close to that height. But what if there's only one of them? Then we're fucked. Um, we aren't sure if the elevators stop at every single level or not, right? You are not. Or if you need a passcode to get to the palace level. Could Alexander... Look like a dwarf and have Gothrak stand behind him, and you just like open your mouth and Gothrak talks. Well, then I might as well just cast tongues at that point. I think this is better than tongues, unless he speaks common. Uh, honestly, at that point, it'd probably be a performance check, and I I got performance. I I can mime. It would it, it would be a performance check, and I am. Totally down for that plan. Okay, oh, well, then we'll do that. <laughs> okay. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, fuck it. And At this point, let's go in balls blazing. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do something. Let's... Yeah, we've just sat around for two seconds. Let's do something. <laughs> Alright. Well, I know, but this is this is TPK or, you know, I mean... Yeah, yeah, this is, this is do or die. I would also say that a lot of times when we plan, we come up with a lot of dog shit. I, I don't think any of this has been terrible. I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think we've worked no, there's, there's been some great discussion. Like it's been we've had really a lot good. of good back and forth, honestly, which is very unusual for us, and right. I'm proud which, of us. Which means um, that this is gonna we're gonna walk out the door, and someone's gonna fall down into a pile of wood, and there's gonna be an explosion, and, and then we're gonna be in a fight immediately. <laughs> Okay, so here's the plan. 
Oh god. Kirax is using his level four spell to cast invisibility on three people. Taz is using his to cast it on two people. Alexander is using his to cast it on two people. And then Alexander is looking like a dwarf. That is the current plan, yeah? Yes. yes. Yep. <laughs> Alexander, I'll squeeze your shoulder when you're time to talk. Oh. That way we can t- kind of sync up. Did Taz get his spell slot back first? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. I can't believe after all that, this is the plan we go with. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Bronter and Unthala kind of come up. How long would, would you like us to wait before potentially starting a distraction? Wait one hour. Do we, at this point, do we need a distraction? I think uh, if we get in there safely and can find a place, and then they get arrested, don't be taken alive, boys. Who who can who can use the major illusion scroll? Only a caster, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I was like, maybe we could just like give it to them back. Or a rogue. It has to be or somebody rogue, with right? that spell available to them. No, that's regular rules. Still not true. Uh, as a reminder for my homebrew rules, anybody can attempt to use a spell scroll. But if they are not a caster, which neither of them are, the DC is significantly increased. So they could try it if you want them to. If if they try it, are you going to let us see the roll? Yes. It so would we be could use we could use the party inspiration to save it if we had to. We totally won't need that for the um, uh, for the mimicry on the elevator. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, we, we have a backup plan for what te- happens. Technically, the mimicry would be first. Would yeah, I know. <laughs> and I don't know if uh, we want it timed or if we would have just Jacques send them ascending. Okay, we need the distraction now. That's possible. That is also possible. Oh, no. Yeah. Our question, just because there's been a lot of discussion back and forth, I'm not sure what we landed on. Are they just making a stand somewhere and not moving, or are they trying to run away? I think they start a fire and run away from it. Okay. Uh, are they going to stay within the city, or are they going to the tunnels and try and get out? It's up to them. Uh, Br- Brontor actually kind of looks... Neither of us are red, but we could potentially find some things to start a fire. We could even set this building ablaze and run. Yeah, but most of this city is made of stone. Oh. But the point point isn't to actually burn down a building, though. The point is for there to be smoke so that there's a distraction. Yeah, burning a building is extra. Their their faces kind of drop when you say it's stone. Oh, yeah, good good point. What what breath weapons do they have? To be useful. Um, Bronter is silver and Anthala is black. Cold and acid. Holy shit, boys! What if you just breath weapon each other like you came out of your days? Why? What? What? I didn't say it was a good idea. Just a Gothrak idea. Why? He he just thought of it. He's like, what if you guys just kill each other? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) What? I thought I, it was a good idea. I personally would, I personally would not like to be covered in acid. 
<laughs> what if you just killed each other? Oh my god. Let's okay, let's let's focus back on the plan here. <laughs> no, I don't think so, I want to anymore. So, so, so wait, so wait. So let's answer Vesper's yeah, yeah, question. So that's that's up to them. I think you know, they know where the secret door is, but they're going to get seen. Their best bet may be going to the lower levels, but... If you teach us how to get through that door, we could just say, Hey, we're here, and then run for the door. Well, casting the major image... And then hopefully they're distracted so that you can make an appearance on the other side or make it seem like you're then running away and then go through the tunnels. Yes. If that could if, work. if the spell fails, then make it seem like use both your natural abilities and then run through the tunnel like you were trying to do something and then got caught and then start escaping well i assume we'll have to figure it out as we go along anyway let's 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 get you all upstairs first the vesper does that sound better yeah i was just wondering how wide the tunnels were which tunnel the tunnel they would hypothetically maybe run through to escape, maybe. The the one with the the secret doors was only five feet wide. Ah, damn it. Okay. All right. There goes my idea, but okay. Well, we tried. Yep, we tried. I was... I've never told any of you th this, but I can summon animals. What? Uh, what? Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. what? Wait. <laughs> he, he, he looked at Alexander and looked back at Vesper. <laughs> I've sat through this whole time. Wait, not not any animal, but like, I... It's really weird to explain, and you'll have to trust me, but I can summon steeds. So, they, or one steed. If you kill them, would they, would they leave oh. bones? Oh. oh. But wait. Vesper, that can get them through the courtyard quickly. Oh no, but we're already on our way, so you wouldn't be able to... Oh wait, the steed stays for how long? Uh, forever. I Maybe. I've never done it before. I just... It won't work anyway. They need to run through the tunnel. Right, but to get them to the tunnel without getting caught. Yeah. They can move extra fast, jump off, and then... Oh, but then how the hell did a steed get there? How fast can a steed move with two full-grown dragonborn on its back? It's a magical one, so I would assume... It's magic, so you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can do anything. Can fly, too. <laughs> now let's stick with the plan where they cast the major image and use that as a cover to get across and 
out. If they get seen, then make it seem, you know, like you were super capable, super magical, whatever, and use your breath weapons, whatever, and then bolt. We will do our best. Stay alive. Reaches a claw out for the scroll. Okay, you can have it. Okay. Which one's the smarter one? And then I'm pointing at them. <laughs> they they both they both look at each other, look back at you, and immediately point at the other one. Oh no! Oh boy! <laughs> oh, at least no. they're honest. <laughs> it's gonna be that kind of mission, huh? <laughs> this is like those doorknobs, and one lies, and one only tells the truth. Oh look, we'll, God! We'll we'll make it work. Just. Well, this is it, guys. <laughs> Whisker. <laughs> Let's do this. Blaze of glory. Oh, sh- sh- we have to wait till tomorrow because Kirax is dancing. Oh, well, bye. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to mention that. I'm glad <laughs> someone did. Oh, well, there they go. Uh, we have to wait till tomorrow because Kirax is dancing. Okay. Uh- is there... Is there any Alexander, other... you had to offer him the card. Yeah, I did, and I'd do it again. Alright, everybody down to the cellar. Oh, wait. Okay. So, when... Maybe it's a good thing, because then Brontor and Unthala can draw a card tomorrow morning. Maybe, Maybe it's helpful. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Could be awesome. Could be terrible. All Up right. to you. I, I I do just want to say that you could have used the party inspiration on that Kirax roll from the deck, but you know. Um, I think everybody was too excited. Yeah. I think we all <laughs> wanted to watch him dance. Okay, is there anything? Yeah, wrong we did. With that? Oh. Yeah, I mean, right. it did end up being my it, favorite part. I actually it, wanted, it, I wanted Josh to have to speak in in poetry. Oh, in, in I would have couplets. Yep. No, you wouldn't have. You would have failed like I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there any other planning folks want to do before heading to bed? Is there any planning in general? <laughs> okay. I'm good. You all head down into the cellar. Stay away from the bits of chopped up dwarf as best you can. Delicious. And get a long night's rest. So if there are any spells that you want to swap or changes you want to make over this long rest, go ahead and do those now. So I I would want to ask, I would want to ask the party. So I put out a, a little list there in the chat of what spell I could take instead of suggestion. Um, one interesting thing about Alter Self is that I could actually transform into a dwarf for an hour. Um, one of the three things you can do with Alter Self is make you look like another creature of the same body shape, kind of like a weird polymorph. And then you would have disguised self on top of that. 
as as a as a yeah, as another option. I mean, alter self is better because it's not an illusion. I would really be a dwarf. Although I still want to see that dragon's breath and boots of speed combo. Yeah, I mean, I'll do that eventually, but maybe not right now. If nobody has a thought, I'll just keep suggestion. Uh, since it was such a point of contention, I will say that um, Kirax's level three spells that he currently has are fireball, counterspell, and haste. Does anybody want those changed? That's exactly uh... what I have. Fireball, counterspell, haste. No, <laughs> keep. I think we want haste at least. Um, fireball. Yeah, no, I think we want all of it. Okay. He is not. He is not. He is not changing his spell. So then, the other one. See, I have dispel magic, hunger of Hadar, fly. Invisibility, Misty Step, Darkness at second level. Is Dispel Magic the only other thing that I could probably... Well, we don't know what traps or wards we're going to run into, so Dispel Magic for Infiltration is a good spell. Okay. Uh, yeah, the only thing that I could replace it with is... I guess, well, hypnotic pattern, gaseous form. That moves too slowly. Uh, People, does that turn into farts? Not enough. Okay, well, nobody had any strong opinion, so I'm just going to keep keep suggestion, even though he doesn't really want to use it. Well, Alter Self's not a bad idea either. Or Magic Missile. Um, well, in order to trade out a spell, I have to I have to trade out a spell of the same level. And I have Chromatic Orb and Shield. So I wouldn't want to take Magic Missile. Makes sense. Okay. With your spells prepared... Uh, you all wake up the next morning, eat a quick breakfast of rations. So go ahead and mark off a ration, everybody. Okay. And then you said that you wanted Bronter and Unthala to draw cards. Oh, I, I still have. Uh, I didn't uh, say that. I, if they wanted to, uh, I still had a crate full of water, so you guys will have to mark it off. If you do, you want to use that spell I, slot? Well, I wouldn't. Before we go, before we, we, go we sleep. should use our rations. Not. Oh, does it last? Before we go to sleep, yeah, like it lasts for like twenty-four hours. Does it? Uh, you can wait. You can wait forty-five pounds of food, thirty gallons of water on the ground. In containers within the range enough to sustain 15 humanoids for yep. five seeds for 24 hours. The food is bland, but bland, nourishing. Spoils if any you don't have. Yep, yep. Jacques, you would be able to do that the night before, so you don't have to use a ration the next morning. 
um, back to my, my previous question. I'm not sure if that was said in character or out of character, but did people want the uh, Unthala and Bronter to draw cards? This yeah, could end so fucking poorly. As I said, it's not it's not so much that I, I as my character think it's a good idea, but I do think it would be funny. So probably, but it could also just ruin the whole plan. It could. That's why I'm asking. It is up to the group. I'll my hands of this. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a bad idea, but I really want to. Just okay. If 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 we all survive, they can draw a card then. All right, that'll okay. be like their reward or something. Then there's no point. <laughs> well, of course, there's a point. You spent the whole day running around trying to get people to, to pull a card. You yeah, like I to know, do it. I, I want it to. I want it to matter. <laughs> okay. So that, that's uh, yeah, it. you're right. It's probably not okay. Good. All right. Lunave kind of looks around and says. two of you should you not survive this your names will be remembered in Dragon Harbor for centuries to come and she does a salute with her hand and the two of them return it hoi didi foida you all so, cast your preparation spells everybody wait, wait, turns wait. invisible except for sorry Gothrak was supposed to teach them the secret word to get out through the secret tunnel. He does last night. Easy enough. Yeah, okay. we yeah, we, we we can assume that happened. I'm trying to okay. move this along a little bit. Yep. Thank you. Sorry. Um that, honestly. <laughs> you all cast your spells. Alexander is a dwarf. And you all exit out the back door and start to head off toward the moving platforms. I'll have everybody except Alexander make a stealth check with advantage. Lunave is doing hers at a straight roll. Sixteen. And Jacques, I will say if you wanted to have cast bless on somebody beforehand, you could have done that. Could have, or can? No. You you, you can right okay. now. I'll give it to uh, I mean, God I'll give it to Vesper. Thank you. Here I go, okay. fellas. That's a 12. Cat, I thought you had... Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I did not. Okay, 13... And here is Lunave with that minus one dex. Fourteen. Nice. For some reason, I was more worried about Vesper than I am. We got, we got sixteen, eighteen, eighteen, twenty, nineteen, twelve, or no, thirteen and fourteen. You guys are pretty damn stealthy. What's surprising? Can we say we did this like early in the morning? The idea is to catch before rush hour traffic, kind of thing. Sure, you can do that. You all slowly creep out, basically following behind Alexander, because he is the one that you can see. And for the record, Alexander, what do you look like with your hat of disguise? Um, 
I think it's basically just Alexander, but it's Worf. So, the same. Okay. Actually, actually, uh, part of me wants to just, like, disguise myself as that guy that got killed, but it's probably not a good idea. Um, because he was a commoner, and why would he have to go to the palace? Um, okay. Yeah, nah. I just look like a dwarf of importance. Basically small Alexander, but dwarf. Okay. Are you wearing nice clothes or like guard clothes? Nice clothes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nah, screw it. Okay. You all begin to follow after Alexander. He's smarter. He's not there. So he's nondescript. He's not looking like the guy we killed. No. I thought about wait, it. Wait. Wait. Or the one that we left alive in the tunnel that was a noble? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll turn into no because we, we, gotta we make can't be boy. sure. We can't be sure if he was found in the night. Yeah, let's just let's just keep it nondescript, sort of like it's it's it, it's dwarf Alexander. Let's go with it. It's done. All right, dwarf okay. Alexander. <laughs> okay, you all see Alexander shift his form before you leave into a dwarf, skinny but still fairly strong, uh, a long kind of um, blonde beard kind of going down the front and kind of some ponytailed up hair coming out the back. Really, it needs to finish the look, but I don't have it. So. You all begin to move out. There are not too many individuals out in this specific uh, boulevard this, this morning. There are a few people, and it, you slowly make your way around, gently following Alexander. Um, Alexander, go ahead and make a perception check for me, as you are at the front of the line. Can I help him? What, what, what'd you get? Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alexander, as, as you are moving up this boulevard towards um, the uh, elevators that have been described to you, um, you do see those numerous bars, the metal bars that kind of force people into, into kind of like a central gathering area to wait. And as you watch, you do see this uh, a platform um, in front of you come down and stop. And then a few moments later, it moves downward. I think I'll just move on. Uh, will we move towards the elevator going up then? Or if there is one or wait for one? Based on what Gothrak said, you know that the elevators counterweight each other. So that means if the one that you just saw just went down. Then there's the, another one coming up. There is another one, but it is probably up high as they are a counterweight. Hmm. Okay, so I, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll, we'll wait just a little bit more and time it and then go. Okay, so you're, so you're going for the one directly in front of you? Yeah. Okay. You all begin to move towards where the multiple metal poles begin to kind of file all of the dwarves together. And this is the one area where that the people who are out this morning seem to be congregating. I would like everybody, 
except Alexander to make an acrobatics check to potentially get through this area without bumping into anybody or the middle poles. Oh no. Oh boy. Acrobatics. Acrobatics? Ugh, 11. Ah, that's a nine. 18 for Gothrak. 10. A four for Liberté. That's a nat one. That's a nat one. Ooh. That might Ooh. be one. Do it. Do we want to burn? Okay. Reroll your acrobatics there, Liberté. So, so we don't know the results of 21? We don't? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it was more like that. Ooh. 16. Hey! Thank you. The nine's still not good, but... Ooh. We are leading yeah. each other. I wasn't expecting much from Vesper anyways. Thank Aww. you. No. Oh, that's, that's uh, well, mean. I, oh, okay, I'll even... I, I wasn't expecting much for myself either. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Kirax. <laughs> okay. Kirax. Kirax. Lunave rolled average. Um, so on the whole, most of you rolled above average. So keep basically like a hand on a shoulder of the person in front of you, except when a dwarf kind of comes in between, you very slowly, one after the other, begin to snake your way through the three turns through these middle poles, step by step by step. There's a couple of times where someone gets a little close, but you hold on, and you have successfully made it into the waiting area for the elevator. Oh my god. I wonder if any DM has ever said that before. <laughs> <laughs> you successfully stood next to the water cooler. You're now making conversation. Well, you don't... You, you don't know the official Dwarven term for them. That's why I've just been using elevator, because like it's not the actual name that I wrote, but it is what it is. It's the Dwarven so, um, A few moments later, you all do notice that this platform, which went down several more times as you approached, is now starting to come up. So you feel that, Alexander, you made the right decision. Whoa. Oh, don't say it right now. Just don't do it. Uh, you, you don't hear elevator music, Vesper, but you do hear it's a tiny, oh. tiny world. Not again. Oh. <laughs> it's, Get me out. It's perpetual. <laughs> it just uh. happens constantly. Get me off! So wait, D100s last another day? When you roll on 100 on them, they do. No, 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 no. I want you to understand that D100 roll is now a permanent fixture of this city. It's the universe. <laughs> it's basically if the other okay, group okay, comes anyway, here, anyway. If the other group comes here, they will find this city sounding like it's a small world. <laughs> Thanks Jesus. to you guys. Yeah, look what you did. If we just waited out... They're going to be driven insane in a matter of days and flee the city. <laughs> They're like, why did this suddenly start? We can't stop it. <laughs> they just keep singing. <laughs> Eventually, 
the platform does quickly shift up into view and stop suddenly at your level. There are several dwarven guards in Dragonborn that get off. And they kind of maneuver around the individuals in your area. You guys are all off to one side, so they simply drift past towards the center into the boulevard. You all begin to move onto the platform. I'm going to have everybody go ahead and make another stealth check. Not me or my... Uh, you are good, Alexander. Everyone else, make um, uh, uh, well, just like before an advantage, I, or a, a stealth check, either at advantage or normal if you normally do it. Yeah, suck it, everybody else. Oh, Nine again. Twenty-five. We're, we're good so far. Ish. Tirex advantage. So Gothrak twenty-two, Jacques sixteen, Liberté twenty-five, Taz nine, Vesper nine. That's Kyrex. that's Kyrex. Kyrex 18. And then Lunave. I get a nat one. Oh. It's not a one. It's yep, not a yep. one, which is good. Okay. It's a little hairy. It's a little crowded. And Same. specifically, Taz, Vesper, and Lunave are trying to be as physically small as possible just trying to stand in between dwarves. Lunave actually bumps into a dwarf, but it's close enough to, to another dwarf nearby where the dwarf just kind of turns around and glares at him, and the other one just kind of stares back. <laughs> dwarf fight. Sexual tension. Oh. You what? also <laughs> notice... <laughs> you, you also notice in the back, in the back corner of the lift, you see a familiar dragonborn. You see Shamarat, the former leader of the resistance. Oh shit. He carries an armload full of pickaxes and other mining supplies. You all get on the lift. Gothrak puts a hand on Alexander's shoulder, watching if anybody talks to him. I mean, I'm good too. After a few moments, the lift begins to move. And it is much quicker than any of you anticipated. And as you go up, it is pitch black in here. There is no light source. Dwarves have a natural dark vision, so there is no need for dark vision in these tunnels. You are simply forced upward at a great speed. You almost kind of trip and fall with, with the centripetal force. And just as quickly as it starts, it slows. And you almost jump a little bit. And you have come to what you assume is level one. Looking out, you see much the same that Gothrak did. There are several long rows of shops, some that look to be currently open. There are dwarves milling around in the actual plaza here. There are shop fronts that are open with several carts and barkers calling out for food or trinkets. Farther down, you can see several buildings that are currently under construction with several dwarves and dragonborn actually working on the building. A number of the individuals around you get off. And it is a acrobatics act 
to try to get out of the way of individuals who are behind you, but there are no seeming major issues. You guys have rolled well enough so far Ooh. to make it to this point. Hallelujah. Shamarat does not get off. He is still on. Well, we're not dead. Now what? The platform begins to move once again. The operator uh, in the opposite corner of Shamarat flips several levers very quickly. And it heads upward once again. You fly upwards and upwards and upwards. And it moves for a long time. Almost long enough where you're pretty sure it must have flown past it. Until it stops. Looking out, you all see what is a small hallway that leads off to the left. There is no announcement, no pronouncement of where you are. Are we getting on or staying off? Knock. We're doing whatever Alexander does and we can't talk to each other. Yeah. yeah. Alexander, are you getting on or staying off? How many levels have we gone past? It's... You for sure have gone past one. And we know it was level two from what we knew, right? Or Correct. what we expected. Correct. I'm going to have to get off here. Okay. You saunter off, and everyone else, seeing your lead, quickly jumps off before the driver kind of looks, looks around, just gives you a nod, Alexander. Flips a couple switches. <sighs> the platform disappears once again. Shamarat stayed on it. Up or down? Uh, it went up, and Shamarat did stay on it. You are all now seemingly in this small hallway. It's about 15 feet wide. It goes forward for about 10 feet and then immediately turns to the left. All waiting on Alexander. Right, we're going. Yeah, we'll keep going. Okay. Are we being stealthy or are we just walking? Stealthly. I want to be stealthly. Stealthly. I think they stealth. I think I'll walk like I'm meant to be the... Okay. Uh, once again, everybody go ahead and make stealth checks. Bass guitar suddenly starts playing a disco beat while he's walking. Five. Nine. You can tell by the half of my pocket I'm a woman's man. Nineteen. Twenty. Okay. Twenty-three. Okay. That's other a message. Oh, we're starting to sink. Um, what message? Okay. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> you you could have paid attention to the switches, uh -huh. Lou. You wouldn't have been able to glean any real information from them. Okay. There looked to be three different switches, and each time that the individual made the platform go up, it took different movements to go up. So you're not you're not sure how they function. I will say, um, give me one second here, because I was smart and made these maps very far apart from each other. Alexander, you are the first one to hear it, and you hear someone call out, 
Or I'm sorry, you, you hear footsteps, and then uh, a dwarf voice calls out, Who goes there? Uh-oh. Rex squeezes his shoulder. Friend! In Dwarvish. I will follow through. (laughs) (laughs) This Dwarven individual that you see is probably about 30 or so feet, no, more than that, about 40 or so feet away from you. You are in this very dark passage that is lit uh, in their section. So the dwarf that you see is almost backlit like a silhouette. And as this individual steps forward, you actually see two more step out. They all appear to be carrying hammers of some sort. State your name and business! In Dwarvish. We didn't get this far. Okay. <laughs> Squeezing his shoulder, <laughs> Alex Hammerthrow. Alex Hander. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah okay, Alex. Sure. Uh, ha- a-, a dwarven last name. Yeah, uh, sure. Go with whatever. I'm just reforming. I, d- I don't know how dwarven names work in okay. your world. You're writing the script, man. I'm just following through. <laughs> oh, <I know>. okay. <laughs> Alexander, are- make a performance check. Gothrak, make a deception check. What? Oh, shit. Oh, no, it's still not bad. Seventeen? Wow, and a fifteen on the performance. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's workable. Following that up with glory uh, to whore. What'd you call me? <laughs> um, none of you except Gothrak know what is being said at the moment. You just hear random shouts. Some, some from Gothraks and some from the dwarves. Where Gothrak, yeah. Gothrak, you hear out, Approach slowly and state your business. We approach slowly in a fucking conga line? <laughs> Using Alexander's shoulder as we get closer. Glory to whore. And dwarvish. We have a message for the king. Who's we? Who's okay, we? I'm gonna, I... Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one note. I am going to move you all to a map at this point. Give me one moment. Ah! Oh, oh, the question no. is real! <laughs> it was we. But why? We did everything so perfectly. We. You can't possibly be telling me we messed up. Us? What? No. Uh, give, give me a second. I need to get Lunave and Kirax. No, we don't need them. So, um... You are not in that exact position, as it is probably obvious. Um, Alexander, you are essentially in this kind of alcove to the to the right here, as that is where the hallway is. And everyone else is kind of in a straight line behind you. And as the as you get closer, you get to about ten feet away. There is a dwarf here. I'm going to move them to their positions. There's a dwarf here. Maybe I should have cast tongues just so then I would know what they were saying. Oh, well, it's too late now. Dwarf here. <laughs> uh, you also see another across the way just kind of standing and looking around. Um, as um, the dwarf kind of looks looks over, or over you, looks around. Wait, I don't see anyone else. 
Sorry, I'm talking about my invisible friend. Okay. He's been giving me all sorts of trouble in Dwarvish. Are you fucking serious? Honestly, at this point... Yeah, sure, I'll performance that shit. You could have just said, I was the only one that made it. There were so many other things you could have said. Alexander, <laughs> make, make a performance check with disadvantage. Oh, sorry, I just did one, it's, but I'll it's, do it's it. Okay. This sounds like a crazy person. Though. Uh, 16. Okay. Oh, the, the, dick. Gothrak, did. also make a deception check at disadvantage. And the reason I'm having you do this is because now that you are close, they can actually see the movement of your lips. Um, <laughs> I don't wanna! Why would you do this to me? I'm the only one that can be seen. Nine? I am a squishy boy. <laughs> the the, the right three on. dwarves look the, the three dwarves look at each other. Nah. <laughs> Gothrek, you hear them say something's up and pull out all of their hammers. Roll initiative. Yeah, I can read that. Ah. That language I do know. <laughs> Ooh, dwarves roll decent initiative. We're gonna lose all of our invisibility stuff. Maybe. Man, why the fuck do we plan anything? They are second. Me, I mean, we're, Damn in, it. we're in the palace. It's, it's true. Damn it's it. true. We got here. That that's good. Still, but okay. We could have just. I will off. say, as you all move into this um, area here, I'm just going to say this flavor because everyone's going to see it eventually. You all see three sets of large double stone doors, each about 20 feet tall and about 15 feet wide. There is a set here, here. And here. So there are three sets of doors. Taz is up first. Oh boy. Um, what are you doing, Taz? I'm holding Eldritch Blast. Is there a and Dwarf is up next. So we're not hostile yet. They're just suspicious. So yeah, I'm gonna hold Eldritch Blast if they look like they're about ready to attack Alexander, then I, I'll go. Okay. It's the Dwarves' turns. Uh, these two Move up to you, Alexander, mm -hmm. and pull out manacles and start to put manacles on you. Do you resist? How exactly does that work with um, disguised self arms? I want to know because <laughs> I feel like I would know, and that impedes on my decision. Your oh. arms are still your arms with the illusion. Right, but his arms are longer uh, like than dwarf double, arms. Double the length of what they'd see. Yeah, so so I would say that they are going to grab you kind of just below the elbow, thinking mm -hmm. it's your wrist. It's going to be really hard to manacle them together, and even harder to get out. Um, sure. Yeah, I are feel you... like it's much more likely that these guys can do something if they don't all run and gank me in one turn. So yeah, let's... 
Yeah, I'll go quietly. Okay. They they start to put manacles on you, Alexander. The two dwarves here kind of step together and are just keeping a keen eye, looking for out my all around. Friend. Yeah, for your invisible you. friend. But they don't <laughs> they don't immediately sense that something is terribly wrong. Alexander, it is your turn now. You are your hands are your arms are manacled. Let me have a look at my spells, but even then, that's going to be difficult. Uh, I can't do suggestion, they'd need to know common, wouldn't they? They would have to understand you. Yep. Yeah, yeah I mean, you don't know if they do or don't. Yeah. Um, could cast tongues on myself, but that's a lot of work. Uh, I think... Can I delay my turn and initiative because it's the first turn, or do we not do that here? I know that some groups do, but you, you can you can hold your action, but that's all you yeah, would be able yeah, to okay, do. Yeah, okay, cool. I just know some people do it on first turn. Um, I I want to hold fairy fire. Okay. And if it all goes wrong, then I'll just fairy fire them, and then everyone can nuke them. All right, done. Gothrak. Or do I have to pick an area for it? I don't think I do. Uh, no, no. I, I'd say you could do it wherever okay. you want within range. Okay, cool. Gothrak. Alright. Squeezing Alexander's shoulder. Just gently. In Dwarvish. How dare you! The Queen sent me down here! <laughs> she has information for the king immediately there are two dragonborn that may have made their way into the city we've come to warn the king we didn't all make it we were ambushed in the tunnels okay i'm gonna need a real good performance check for that <laughs> to be to be honest you're not even gonna get one yeah because I, Goth I, because gothrak is standing beside you and the the sound is coming from essentially nowhere and you cannot match those words with your lips. So <gasps> I will say, friend. I will say, as of now, all four dwarves immediately something's wrong, something's up, and they yeah. now look hostile. Um, I can, I, can I just say, as he starts, I'm going to start trying to mimic it. As he trails off, I just stop and shrug. I'm like, it's fucking done. Like, <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. Okay, go for it. I'm assuming they're at advantage? Yep, all, all your attacks are at advantage. Well, I tried! Fuck you! Oh, damn it. Oh. The one right in front of me. Yep. Uh, he goes down. As I shimmer into so, view. Surprise, motherfuckers! Yep. Gothrak is no longer invisible. Liberté. Um. Okay. Uh. I am going to stay invisible. Is activating my boots do anything with that? 
No. No? Okay. Um, I'm going to stay invisible and activate my boots and move down to, I guess, by this torch. Okay. And I'm going to just ready a firebolt. Um, and that would break your invisibility. Readying it? Yep, because so you're is, still casting the spell. So is, Ta is Taz visible then? What what what, what was your action, Taz? Oh, Sorry. Shit. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I was saying that I'm I'm holding my turn. Yeah, and then waiting for shit to go sideways, and then if if it goes sideways, then cast Eldritch Blast. I missed that. So yes, if that is what you wanted to do, you would be visible. If you wanted to retcon that, I'd be okay with that because I didn't catch it the first time around. Yeah, I'd I'd retcon that. I'll just yeah, stay invisible and just wait. Okay. 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 Well, then if I can't if I can't ready it, um I don't want to move up to where I moved then. Um what what's what's to the south, Josh? It's just a wall. Um, to the south is two other of the lifts. Two other lifts? Yep, they okay. are just holes that go down. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Then I would, I would, I'm going to move down into this, this corner by the other, by this other lift spot. Okay. And I will, I will, um... Instead of Firebolt, I will Chromatic Orb level 1 um, the dwarf uh, in front of Alexander. Uh, okay. No, actually, never mind. Not that one. Uh, this one here. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and make your attack um, at advantage. Fire style. Fireball. <laughs> uh, Fireball to suit. Fire style. Chromatic I love Orb. Naruto. <laughs> It's a 25. Let me make sure that math is right. Yep. 13 fire damage. Okay. You fire off a chromatic orb becoming visible, Liberté. <laughs> it slams into his side. Arrgh! They are very aware that something is going on. Um, That's it. Vesper. Yep. I'm going to... Thank you for measuring for me. Uh, oh, measuring for me. I <laughs> far back. I'm going to... Can I take out a different weapon than the one I have? Or is that a... Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm going to take out the javelin that Gothard gave me. I'm going to fling it at this one. Okay. You have advantage on the attack? Are you flinging both of them or just one? I will fling both of them, but... Okay, go for it. Make both attacks. I still haven't put it on here. Okay, I'll just do it here then. How dare you? I'm sure. It's a d20 plus your strength. Uh, roll that again. You have, you have advantage. Nat 20. Natural 20. Nice. So, Vesper, you take the first javelin. Line it up with surprise, throw it. As it leaves your hand, it becomes visible and just sticks right in the center of his stomach. <gasps> that did a number to him. 
think he's going to get another one, hopefully. Yep, still at advantage. Nat 20 again. Oh, God. Holy <laughs> fucking shit, that's beautiful. You you stick both of your javelins in him. He's still up. What? But you have done a number of damage to him. That's a lot yeah, of damage. Specifically 21 damage. Just so you have the number. Yep. Nice. <laughs> noise. Okay. Noise, 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 noise. Are oh, you going to move, Vesper? Spite. I do want to move in case they start running, so I'm going to move. I missed which one she was attacking. Sorry, which one was it? Top right. Okay, so both of those guys have been hit. Correct. I'll move right here. Okay. That's not close enough to get an attack of opportunity if that's what you were looking for. Oh, you're right. I should go one more score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Okay. Jacques. I I will move uh, five, 30 right here. And I will attack uh, this dwarf. Okay. You have advantage. Two handed. I accidentally whisper that. Sorry. Yeah. Eight, 18 does hit. You slash across his front, Jacques. Still that down. Uh, gonna use my. He is still up. Let's actually slash again. Okay, go for it. Still have advantage. Six to hit. Yeah. This time you, t- you take the, the front end of your sword and just stick it right into his throat. He falls. That brings us back to Taz. Okay, I'm gonna Hexblades curse the one that Vesper is fighting and Eldritch Blast him. And I have advantage. Yeah, I'd say you'd have to move in order to not give him cover. Even with Spell Just with Sniper? On the way. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah, you have Spell Spite Sniper, so never mind. You're good. Oh, I always forget you have that feat. Yeah. Okay, so then... Two, two Eldridge Blasts at advantage. First one is a 19 for 11. Uh, you fire off the first bolt, and as the black energy coalesces around him, it it almost makes a target on his face, and that's exactly where your bolt goes, and it just crunches in his face. He falls. Okay, so then I will do the second blast on the one that Alexander's fighting. Yep, that, that one has not been harmed yet. And... Okay, so is that still with advantage, or no? Yes, you are still at advantage. 22 for 6 damage? I rolled a 1 on that. Yep, that hits. Alright, so 6 damage on him, and then... um, I'll, I'll ask the question after this round do we want the dwarf for help um because it's fair go ahead Taz. go ahead finish your turn no so i um, i don't i don't know if i can 
dismiss it once I've summoned it, but we're screwed. We're all visible. For um, for 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 the sake and the quickness of this, mm -hmm. um, I will say that Lunave comes up and slashes through this dwarf twice, and Kirax hits him with the firebolt, and the dwarf falls. So before it comes back to his turn, all the dwarves are gone, because that would have been realistic in a fight. So, so Gothrak. Alexander, should I call the Spectre back? It's up to you. I don't know if we need it yet. I, I feel like we can still try and be sort of stealthy, but without it. Oh, sorry, with that behind us, probably not. So. Okay. Yeah, I won't. Be, I won't be able to get Hexblade's curse back unless I take another short rest at some point, but. I do get the, Josh, I do get the temporary hit points, though. So it wasn't a waste, so I get 11 hit points for that. And so no to the specter. What is giving you temp hit points, Taz? The killing with the Hexblade's curse on it. Oh, okay, yep. I was look. I was reading the specter part. I was like, I don't remember that being oh, in there. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. You, you you guys have seemingly killed all of these doors quickly around you. It suddenly gets quiet. Don't immediately hear anything else. None of you are invisible. What are you doing? I can chop them up quick. We'll get them in the bag. That's four. That's four dwarves. That's not gonna fit. Um, Two minutes for dwarf. Is is is, is it uh, the, the bag? The bag has a weight limit anyway. We yeah. Will, we can. It's five hundred pounds only. Is there an alcove to just tuck them into that can't be seen if a platform's going up and down? There is not. I'm down the hole. Throw a blanket over them. Look, look, if somebody who's supposed to be here comes and there's no guards, it's going to raise the same amount of alarm if they find dead guards. If anything, they might spend more time trying to save them, so... Okay. Then... What are we doing? We're, we're doors. doors. Okay, there are three sets of doors. Which ones are we opening? Of them look more ornate than the others. Oh, before that, I'll go to Gothrak and I'm like, can can you sort out these manacles on me? Gothrak just plinks them yeah. off. Yeah, you you find actually find a key on one of the dwarf bodies. Keep it. Keep the key, just in case. Yeah, yeah. And the manacles. Keep both. Yeah, yeah. Um, do all the doors look the same, Josh? Yes, all the doors look the same. Okay, fuck it. Left. No, no markings. No dwarvish no markings. Runes. Nothing. Fucking left. Yeah, left, left, left. You shove open these doors, and it, it leads to a long hallway that extends down probably about 100 feet, and you see multiple doors leading off of each side. Oh, gods. 
Okay. Close it and open another one? Fucking... Yeah. The right this time. Open the next one. Yeah, open the right. That was just a question. Mm -hmm. I don't... Is that what we yep, want to do? I'm doing it. <laughs> Gothrak had the other door. But, but... I mean, I'm assuming you're not opening it stealthy, but you're not slamming it either. You're just opening yeah. it like a regular person opens a door. Yes. Yeah, we're not yeah, Spartan you're, kicking you're, it open. You're fine. <laughs> oh. You 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 guys open the door. You guys open the door to the right, and you find a matching corridor with multiple doors leading off oh, the both fuck sides. Sakes. We know what that means. Did I? Oh, what? Open the oh, other one. Uh, middle door. door. <laughs> that it means it means middle door. Close it. Okay, um, Gothrak, make a strength check. Uh, oh, can, can I Hell get yes. help? Like I was. Gonna... Yes, you can. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. You. You push. Push. It's difficult, but you manage it slowly. <sighs> the doors open into a gargantuan hall, several hundred feet high and long and wide. Large cauldrons ahead of you emit light from almost massive bonfires at set intervals along the length of the hall. Stone pillars stretch floor to ceiling, each carved with massive dwarven individuals. As you look down the length of the hall, the actual carvings seem to disappear and they return to regular pillars. Pillars not yet carved. There are also several of these pillars that are cracked and broken on the ground. At the back, far in the distance, you see a throne. A dwarf, a, stand, a large stone dwarf, stands above it, etched from purest marble, holding a large warhammer in its hands. The stone beard trails down nearly to the floor stopping just above the edge of the beard is an actual throne sitting made of stone and purple velvets. I'm going to move you all to a map. Anybody on the throne? You'll see in a second. So yes. <laughs> Josh, before I go, I guess... I want to raise the specter. Okay, you do that. You don't have to put it out right now. Is that who I think it is? But I lost the map. Top left. It's directly to the left of where you were. Yeah, yeah, I, I got it. Is that David Bowie? <laughs> no. Not David Bowie! Yes, as a bot, I'll be like, no, not you. <laughs> Down the way... You all see what looks to be one small individual standing at the foot of the throne back to you until it turns and sees all of you. Eyes grow wide. You also see one large hulking dwarven figure with a familiar set of large armor that you had seen in the square the day before. You also see a familiar golden dragonborn, long whiskers down in front of his chin, standing to the left of the throne, and now sitting up straight, looking across the way, Gothrak, for the first time in a long time, you are looking into the eyes of Baelnor. 
though he is several hundred feet away. And that's where we're going to end the session. <laughs>